Hello and welcome to Last Sons Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we're back to finish our coverage of Kingdom Come, the last two issues, issue three and four. And we're also, you know, as usual, briefly talk about new releases, which is Action mm-hmm. Comics 1017. Exactly. It's been a, it's been an ex- exhausting emotional journey so far Conorel this is an epic tale of grand proportions mm. uh, but uh, but it's been enjoyable thus far yeah I guess we'll see if that uh, continues to be enjoyable yes. um, but uh, first off uh, Superman news uh, there's something has gone quote unquote viral because variety reported something. About Michael B. Jordan pitching Superman and Warner Brothers saying oh. Superman's not relevant, but uh, as everyone should do, they should actually read the source article. And the source article is very long, lots of gibberish, but there is no actual source. Uh, all they say is, ooh, sources say, and that's the source article. So yeah. I probably... hate these. I hate these sorts of articles, Connor. Yeah, they're, it's they're terrible, aren't they? And it's, yeah, and it's yeah, gone yeah. completely viral. And I'm sorry, but... Look, public service announcement. This is me giving you a warning, okay? Before you retweet this or talk about it or whatever, check the source, mm. track it down, read it, okay? Um, and if you see it only says sources or our source, it doesn't give you a concrete piece of evidence, then just dismiss it. And I'm sorry if you continue to retweet these and spread the news and stuff without actually checking if it's real or not, then you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm just being brutally honest, and, you know, you are contributing to That's the true. epidemic of clickbait and no real uh, yeah. news on this front. Well, you know, to be fair as well, <clears throat> there might be some fans there, a rush of blood, seeing the headlines. Absolutely agree with you, Connor, as well. You really must, listeners must read the article rather than just the headline um, and, you know, make your... You know, make your decision about what it, the merits of it before you, you start retweeting. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I mean, we are rife with clickbait these days. It, it's a, it's a day to day thing now for, for anyone that is on social media. So we, we've got to be a bit more diligent with what we, um, yeah. what we read. Uh, and look, and, and they are very good. Some of them very emotive. You know, they kind of, they draw your eye. That's what they're there to do. Yeah. Like think mm. before you act. You know, if you if you see this, oh, Mark B. Johnson, man, you like you get so angry or you get so mm. interested, and you just just think before you act. You know, just like it's like road rage. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, don't just just think and let the whatever it is go by. Let, like let the rage wash over you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. and, and as you've noticed on this podcast, I generally over, and especially on the Iron Fist one, I generally mm. only cover news that is actually news that's been confirmed and has actual yeah. sources um, yeah yeah we, we um we tend to do the same in the into the night thing as well yeah. we were guilty at the beginning of you know falling into the trap of a lot of clickbait but you know they're just they're so repetitive so we're a lot more discerning now yeah um and all the all the fluff we just we just don't bother with and we we try and find something i mean it's it's hard when you know like the likes of iron fist and moon knight there aren't. There's not that much news, so you're basically mm. you're scraping for something. Um, but yeah, yeah, trying like, to be a little bit more. On Iron Fist, are always getting crap. 
you know, you, you always see crap about, oh, Iron Fist's probably going to be in the new Shang-Chi yeah. movie. So saying, Carl's the only one who ever talks about that stuff. Well, that's, when that's I'm on there, I'm just like, look, yeah. it's clickbait. You know, it's just speculation. Like, it's just, yeah. they're just, what they're doing is making predictions. Like, they're freaking Nostradamus, so they're not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. Nostradamus is more interesting and colourful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, like, one one step further, they someone takes a passing comment and they run with it, you know, and they form their whole article around yeah. it. And it's yeah. like, oh, such and such has said that he will direct, you know, yeah, the amount of articles that are just someone tweeting, like, one line, and they form mm. a whole article around it. Um, but, uh... Oh, sorry, kind of sociological experiments. Maybe LSK, maybe the last sons should, uh, should conduct something. A bit of an experiment. What As I said, I, I do want to make The Condiment King the biggest rumour for the next standalone <laughs> villain movie, so... Yeah, I'll see if I can get that clickbait rolling. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the Condiment King is that Superman related? Uh, that's a Batman. Batman oh, villain, okay. but that, that's all the rage. Should get something Superman related. Should drop something in there. Superman doesn't have anyone like as silly as the Condiment King though. Um, uh, he does have some absurd people. You know? Yeah, yeah. Imagine a Mr. Mixbitlick standalone movie. It'd be very strange. Mixbitlick and the Impossible Man. Get those two guys mm. together again. Hey, that'd be great. I'd watch that. A winner. <laughs> be a visually interesting movie, that's for sure. <laughs> um, we get Grant In... Morrison to write it. Oh, that would be that would be gold, right there. Mm-hmm. Has he ever done any like film or TV? No. No. Okay. Uh, he's. I think the only thing of his to be uh, so happy that got adapted into oh, okay. um, a TV show. Uh, All Star yeah. Superman got adapted into the animated movie. And oh, sorry. Is there an anim- sorry? Is it an animated movie of All Star? Yeah, it's actually oh. pretty good. Um, yeah. it just it focuses on like the core plot, so a lot of like the standalone stuff isn't really there. But you know, yeah. um, and he got uh, I guess the, the the TV show Doom Patrol is heavily inspired by his work on it. Oh yeah, but so. he's not directly writing. No, it's just really inspired by his stuff, yeah, and yeah, he even yeah. gets name dropped. So. Okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, all that stuff aside, so we have, uh, you know, interesting time for Superman will obviously be coming up to his big reveals and stuff, but now, uh, Ramita Jr. is on, I think both books now on coming forward is the artist on Superman. Okay. So we do have our first one, which is Action Comics 1017. Mm. That's like, you know, so Year this, of the villain. Yeah. And the whole thing with Lex is he has, like, the powers of Martian Manhunter now or something, I think. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I just got that information from reading his Year of the Villain standalone. Right. Which is actually really good, even if you don't know, like, what's going on in Justice League. It was still an enjoyable read into his uh, character. He was, like, going around the multiverse, tracking down okay. other versions of himself, mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much killing them. <laughs> He really doesn't look like himself these days, you know, like in this issue. No, he doesn't. He's more of a more of a spectre. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. But uh, I, you know, I started off not like because this issue started off in like this big battle and stuff, and I'm like, wait, am I coming in in some event tie-in or something? And then mm, I was about to ask you, like, because uh, it seems pretty right in the middle. Yeah. Well, it turns out that was like a flash. Yes. That, that was the flash, like. It goes into a flashback Flash going to... Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so there was like, uh, there was a panel where Superman's flying over the city and Jimmy Olsen and, uh, the new lady who owns the Daily Planet, can't remember her name, but they're just Bender speaking to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just Bender speaking heaps of exposition to each other, and I'm just like, Jesus. But, uh, after that, yeah. I enjoyed this issue. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually liked it as well. I mean, I know that <laughs> sounds surprised at that, but, um, yeah, we both are. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, to me, um, you mentioned that Bender speak, it wasn't that, um, prevalent for yeah. me. Um, so it wasn't that annoying in that sense. Uh, there's a, there are, you know, a few little quips here and there, which actually I did find quite funny. Um, hmm. Uh, but no, I, I enjoyed it as a whole. The, this this moved along um, a lot, it, it, and it had range. You know what I mean. So it starts off, you know, with with a massive battle, all these colourful superheroes and stuff. It goes into the Daily Planet, then it goes into Superman chatting with Lois, then it goes uh, with a little bit of that Miss Leone, um, that new owner as well. So there's a lot happening, yeah. which is exactly what I kind of like, rather than just a, you know, a kind of a straight. You know, a straightforward one plot kind of thing. Yeah. Um, even yeah, Superman going to what that city of gorillas I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's something different, and he uh, he's struggling. You know, you're seeing Superman, um, you know, flying from here and there. He gets zapped over there by what is it, Leviathan? I've got a fair few questions about. All I this think. Kind of I think they're using Leviathan tech. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't think we're going to find out properly until the next. Right. So Leviathan is um, is a conglomerate of spy networks. Is that right? right? So actually, I went yeah. into this on Signal of Doom, but I'll go into it here because this is going to yeah. be relevant for Action Comics onwards. So we all know Action Comics have like the Leviathan Rising arc, mm-hmm. where it set up Leviathan and they took out all the spy agencies. Then we got the event Leviathan, um, which really okay. should have just continued in Action Comics because nothing happened until Superman showed up. Uh, and then so like uh. Superman meets Leviathan in that series, uh, which is funny because Superman meets him before any of the te- detectives figure out who he was, and the detectives have been there for, like, five issues trying to guess who he is, and I'm like, why are they even there? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Leviathan true. ends up just bringing Superman to him, um, mm-hmm. and Leviathan turned out to be a Manhunter, Mark Shaw, which is the successor to the original Manhunter, and the Manhunters are, like... So what, is it, what does he look like? Does he look like Martian Manhunter? No, 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 Manhunter's... Nothing to do with Martian Manhunter. Oh, um, okay. Manhunters are like they were this AI that predated the Green Lantern Corps. Okay. And you know there've been a couple of events about them and stuff. Uh, they kind of got eight dead, and they're kind of like a rogue AI that sort of wants to bring order to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark Shaw, that there's like human Manhunters though that just kind of I think they're just. Uh, I don't know the exact relation between them, but they are related, and I think they have, like, the same philosophy as them, so... Mm-hmm. It was a good reveal, actually. The last issue of Leviathan was good. I recommend... Uh, if you want to get up to speed for action comics, I recommend reading Leviathan 6. Okay. Um, that's the only one you need to read, trust me. Okay. Huh. <laughs> and, it, and at the end of that, it says, To be continued in Action Comics 1018. They stop Leviathan's plans, but Leviathan's still running around in Leviathan... Uh, is determined to bring, just destroy the world, or bring it down to its knees, I think, out of spite. For okay. being stopped by, for being exposed by Superman and Lois, so. Okay. Know, and at, at the end it says, to be continued in Action Comics 1018, and I'm like, well, 
why did it leave Action Comics? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if the only yeah. key players are Superman and Lois Lane, why did it leave Action Comics? Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's a lot happening around there. Yeah, so um, that event, Leviathan, got revealed, but they're still around, and they're going to be a baddie in upcoming Action Comics issues. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're currently um, vying for some sort of alliance with this mafioso group. Yeah, I'm not clear. I'm guessing we'll find out more. Well, I mean, Superman and Lois, they say they both have a vested interest in Luther, which is, you know, I guess that's a common thread between the two. Yeah, all this this Luther stuff is like Justice League, so I'm not... Yeah. I don't really know what's going on with... But I know he's like a hot thing. Hot property, and he's like, he's changed, as you said, he's he's, um, a bit of a bit of a manhunter himself. Um... Look, Connor, I just found, just quickly, talking about this humour, like this one. Yeah. Tris, Tris Q, did you read that? Did you have a giggle as well? Uh, where um, Where she talks to Jimmy Olsen, and she goes, I'm heading down there now. Jimmy goes, oh, I'll ride share with you. Oh, hi, I'm Jimmy Olsen. Because I'm Trish Q. We've met 34 times, <laughs> you goon. <laughs> That's a, yeah. I thought just that um that really funny off-the-cuff kind of um, language uh, that took me by surprise, so I found that a little funny. So, yeah, I mean, the, the writing by Bendis is, is pretty cool. Um, art-wise, Connor. Now, Romita Jr., funny enough, um, I actually, I don't know about you, I enjoy I enjoy this issue with Romita Jr.'s art. I did too, yeah. Um, I almost feel like the pressure's off for him. Like, he doesn't have to try and overstretch like he, he probably did in the Miller uh, the year one. Well, this is also inked by Janssen. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, which you can you can tell as well. But he didn't do year one, did he? No, no. That was okay. uh, Danny Danny Mickey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a a lot of more consistency here, and that could be that could be the um the inking. But I'm looking at proportions of body, and um, and that's something that purely they're more consistent. Under- yeah, it will purely come under the pencil of um John Romita Jr. So regardless of year one, of inkers, um, he's Putting everyone in proportion, and this is just yeah, a lot more consistent. It's um, a weird enigma, isn't it? Like how inconsistent he is in year one. It's just strange. It's really it strange. I mean, yeah. did he intentionally make Wonder Woman and Superman look like apes? I don't know because they did, and yeah. and yet here everyone is is perfectly proportioned and they're fine. I yeah. don't understand. I mean, Superman's still on like the leaner side. But he's not, you know, but elongated. No got, yeah, and no one's got gigantic heads and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. well, not that I've noticed, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I really enjoy the art here. I mean, and this is the Romero Jr. that I remember, you know, you know from yeah. the older days. And this Just is... It's the first issue of Action Comics I've read in a while of this mm-hmm. run that has gotten me vested again. I'm like, okay, okay cool, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. You know, yeah. I enjoyed this issue, um, and uh, but by by complain about so, Romita and Yance, they were the they were on New Fifty Two Superman for a bit mm-hmm. as well, and they did a storyline with Jeff Johns called Men of Tomorrow, which I love. It's a great story. Uh, we should do it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Clark pretty much looks the same. Yeah. But the thing is, New Fifty Two Clark is like at least ten years younger. It's the right. same person. Like, this is New 52 Superman, but he's supposed to be, like, 15 years older now. Right. And he just looks the same. And do you think Clark looks the same here as he does in year one as well, like, facially, age-wise? 
Um, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Yes. I mean, he looks like a bit older, but I don't know. He just doesn't. There's a lot more. There are a lot more superfluous lines, to be honest. Um, to give him face. age, yeah, that's what I was just noticing too. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Is it to be? They seem. They don't seem to do anything for me. Otherwise, yeah. Actually, they make him just look hairy. But yeah, he looks. <laughs> he just like he looks a bit older, but he doesn't look as no, old as he is. No. He doesn't look yeah. like a father. Right. No, he doesn't you know? look like in his forties. Or he doesn't look like know. Super Dad. Um, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm not huge on Super Dad. He doesn't really look like him. But yeah, that, that's what you would call a quibble. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, in fact, it, it kind of gave. It's not right to say nostalgic, but it gave me warm feelings to have, you know, the same team drawing this Superman as like one of my favorite sort of okay. New Fifty Two uh, yep. stories. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. good issue. Um, I I gave it a, um, I think I gave it a. Honestly, funnily enough, like the art elevates it, I think a bit. So it I does. gave it a seven okay. out of ten. Yeah, yeah I, I really it enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, I mean a six and a half for me. It's pretty um, pretty good. Like it's, it's a pre- it was an enjoyable read while I read it. It was no, there were no points where I was like, you know. Going okay, this is a bit long. I mean, so the the, the dialogue was good, the art was great. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I've got to call out here, Connor. Now you're going to hate me here, but bear with me. It is a positive comment. <laughs> um, then we get the uh, the fire, the burning building again. All right, yeah, Superman. <laughs> um, but I really actually like what Bendis does here, though, because so this woman is a recurring. Figure is she more uh, chief inspector? Or something she hasn't or really fine. showed up since those first six issues where she was like a major but, character. Do you remember the a, arson plot? But is she a legacy? Oh, okay, she's not a legacy character. No, the arson plot's when she was introduced. Oh, okay, okay. She hasn't really she was, come back since then. I thought she was in Action One Thousand, but that must have been someone else. Um, who's that lady? Is she probably a, thinking of Maggie Sawyer, the cop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's a cop. Okay, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Ah, oh, right, okay, okay. No, well, anyway, I thought this was good because um, it's kind of like Superman's kind of street contact, you know what I mean? Um, you know, on the front lines. Yeah. Um, so he talks to her. So, yeah, that was a that was a good um, a good use of that motif. Oh, the burning buildings. Yep. Oh, yeah, for listeners who don't know, Ray and I got into it a bit. Um, <laughs> it's an understatement. I think, to be honest, looking back, I think that argument was less about the burning building and more miscommunications. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no worries. Eh? It was, you know, um, it's a bit of an embarrassing point in our past, but like Superman and Zod himself, they've had their embarrassing hey, tips before as you know, well. So. We, are, we are, you know, on, on opposite spectrums here, Zod and L. You know, yes. we, we've got to. You've got to maintain the brand. So Just go um, to Mars. Don't stay here. That's it. <laughs> Well, well, listeners, can I just say Connor was looking for a gif of um of a Zod neck snap so. <laughs> to send to Ray, yeah. Um, so, you know that, that's the stuff that we both have to deal with. So or the uh, bit where he um breaks his hand in Superman two is pretty good as well. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And hurls him to his death. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so good, good issue. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and you know, hats off to Bendis. He is he's so inconsistent, isn't he? He is. It's like you don't know what to get from him. Like I find when he, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, um, no, no, sorry. I just I find when he's focusing on Superman and not some 
you know, not another, like, not John or Lois or some mm. other event in DC he wants to set up. I find when he's focusing on Superman himself doing stuff, I think that's when he's strongest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, sure. he does write him pretty well. Some then the speaky stuff aside, like he's, mm. you know. I, I, this is very abstract thought, but I do like how he, um, it, like, say this issue with Superman. Superman is actually you know, making it an effort. He's actually putting in... He's actually been run around a bit, which I yeah. like. Because there are some times where, he, where he's almost effortless, you know. He, he, he's, um, he, he's got all this power and stuff, and he... You, you know, nothing is too much um, uh, beyond him. So yeah. over here, I found it really cool, because when he is put to task, then we as the readers... I like kept we kept moving with the story, and, and that's what I think really makes uh, the energy of this of this issue. So yeah. yeah, I think whatever Bendis, if it was intentional or not, that was um was really good. I think I think uh, Ramita, there's a lot to Ramita as well. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Clark starts off the issue looking pretty clean, and then he just gets very like he looks like he's you know he's stranding himself, getting yeah. to all these places and doing all this stuff. Yeah, uh, getting attacked by gorillas. Um, I love that. I love that um, shot of when he's with the gorillas and he's just been, you know, terminated. Um, how do you say, want of a better word, teleported <laughs> like the Terminator, you know? Yeah. He, yeah. He's just, smoke, just smoking and it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. Uh, from what I've read, a lot of people, whenever modern Ramita pops up, a lot of people don't like mm. the artwork. Although people are saying that this is really confusing and I don't, I think the book explains what it needs to. Oh, they're saying action is very confusing. Like, they're saying this issue is very confusing. Oh. I'm just like, well, I don't know, not really. Because you're looking... No. Cause from Superman's point of view, he's kind of just as confused, really. Yeah, um, yeah. All, all you need to know is that, like, the Endgame Luther's there, um, Leviathan um, and this mafia group um, yeah. seem to be the the big thing. And, and as Lois is, um, Luther and Leviathan are the big... The big kahunas at the moment to worry about. Yeah, uh, see, it's, it's you know, it's not it's not that complicated. This is warring no, factions and Superman's kind of. That's. And we'll find out more it. next issue. Um, it's yeah. just like, I don't know what people are stupid man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a snob, but it's like, man, I mean, yeah. you just read, or just pay attention when you're reading or yeah. something. I don't know, like. Well, uh, maybe I mean, you know, to to be, to be um, on, on the other shoulder, devil's advocate. Yeah, there, there is a lot going on here, which is which is there what is. I like, and and is probably what um, what has confused some readers because it does jump from here and there and here. But as you say, that we're actually going through what Superman's going through, so you kind of meant to, be, you know, yeah. be taken on the ride, pretty much like him. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. It's it's just so weird seeing. Like I mean, I know, they've done it before, but it's just you know when worlds collide, the iconic. Iconic, uh, Inca and artist who worked on Daredevil doing Superman. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. different tones, styles, and, uh. Oh, very. Yeah. 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 Um, well, also, it would have to be the paper stock as well back in the day. Mm. Like, you're, you're reading this digitally, are you, or single issue? Uh, digitally. I'm okay. yet to pick up my copy from the okay. LCS. But, um, yeah, that would definitely, you know. The colours and everything kind of pops, and everything's very crisp and clear. Yeah. Um, those old books of, you know, back in the old days. Yeah. Um, even back then, they were kind of faded because the ink kind of really seeps into the paper. Mm. Yeah, and it's a different quality. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. this this makes me want to have a minute tomorrow. But uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we enjoyed that. Uh, we will continue as normal. But uh, now let's get on oh, to. Sorry, sorry. Oh on. yeah, I sorry. I forgot to ask if you had any final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, our well, final questions actually. So uh, just to um, appease my curiosity. Who are these people at the very beginning? So you got Luther, is that Grod? Is that the yeah, Gorilla? It's a Legion Grod? of Doom. So okay. you got uh, Bra- Brainiac, Grod, Sinestro, uh, oh, Cheetah. Sinestro. Okay, I didn't know who that was. Sinestro. Yeah, the isn't guy he, with isn't the. He, isn't he red? No, he's yellow. But uh, that. Yellow, I mean, isn't his skin reddish? No. Looks okay. pinkish there. Okay. okay. To me. Thought... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, and and Cheetah or whatever. That's a Wonder Woman um, villain, yeah? Yeah, and then you have all the Teen Titans flawed. You have Wonder Girl. and uh, Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Is that John there? I hope it's John. I hate him. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, oh, jeez. You got Damien. Yeah. There's a, there's a Green Lantern there. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like John Stewart. Oh, John. Okay, I, I thought you were talking about... Oh, the other John. Okay, no, because he's not definitely. Oh, there's there. like a there's someone with like a Superman symbol on the ground. Um, yeah, yeah. Near the unconscious uh, Damien. <laughs> is there a female? Is that a Lobo? Female Lobo? Who's that? Yeah, I think Lobo had a daughter at one point. Of course. Um, right. Yeah, because like he needed to breed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think hey, she's cool. trying to do the hero thing. Uh, yeah, Legion's a. Doom, they sound pretty good. Legion of Doom. You remember Legion, Legion of Doom, Doom from the Super Friends? Just the name, just by... I mean, they're obviously just the, the super group of villains, right? That's all Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the Legion of Doom robot chickens get sort of always the best. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you watch much robot chicken? You should really watch their DC specials. They're really funny. Um, um, I, I watched one of them. I think it was uh, the Star Wars one, Robot yeah. Chickens, ages ago. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did a few DC specials, um, which are quite amusing. So, um, but yeah, uh, anything else, or are we good to move uh, Can on? I just? Sorry, I'm just. Uh, yeah, no, it's okay. Now, um, totally unrelated because I'm just getting messages through here. A little shout out to Dave Finn, Signal of Doom, your co-host. Yes. On the Signal of Doom, going great guns. I actually did listen to your your episode, the full ep- last episode, the one that you were obviously explaining Robert about Crow. the Python. Oh uh, yeah, the Crow, yeah, and the Crow as well, and um. And talking about Alan Moore and all that. So, um, very, very cool, very cool show, listeners. Check it out. Signal of Doom, uh, Dave Finn as well. He's just sending me messages about Marlene, uh, a character from Moon Knight. Dave's, uh, Dave Smitten with Marlene. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I thought I'd, uh, record that on air for everyone to hear. So, there you go, Dave. I hope you listen to this and I hope you hear that. Um, but yeah, Signal of Doom. Anyway, sorry, Connor. No, it's okay. Yeah. Back on track. Yeah. Uh, so, are we ready to go to Kingdom Come then? Definitely. Alright, let's uh, fly back into a not-too-distant future um, where, you know, stuff is happening. <laughs> Alright. Go. Uh, up, 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 and, and away. And he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth, and when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. Norman McKay sees yet another vision, this time of Captain Marvel calling down lightning upon himself. These visions he is seeing is what he believes are dreams of Armageddon. 
He and the Spectre are now taking to an ominous looking dome that now stands upon the Kansas wastelands. This dome is Superman's reformation center for superhumans or the Gulag. Due to its vast size, it was intended to house prisoners for months to come, but within two weeks of its construction, it filled beyond capacity. Though, due to its architect and warden, it was able to contain its numbers. Kryptonian battlesuit robots stand guard watching over the residents in the Gulag's beautiful environment. The centers among them mock at hol Superman holograms trying to educate them for the proper use of their powers and abilities, with Captain Comet dealing with the hard case types like Bob Back. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor use White's, uses White's eye to spy on the simmering stew of unrest within the Gulag. Norman McKay and the Spectre also notice the quintessence looking down upon Billy Batson being with Luthor the Shazam pleading for his fellow understanding regarding Batson. The Wizard Shazam, I should say. Uh, as the Spectre engages with the quintessence in conversation, McKay speaks with Deadman, who at this point is now a spirit in skeletal form, wearing a rotted circus, rotted circus acrobat clothes. Outside the Green Lantern satellite, which is being used as the Justice League headquarters, Superman and Wonder Woman have a peaceful discussion as they fling rocks around some asteroids, with Wonder Woman telling Superman that she had been ousted for Paradise Island for failing her mission as the Amazons ambassador for peace. In the heart of an underground lab, Lex Luthor subjects Billy Batson to torture by making him watch gruesome images of him and his friends being slaughtered by superhumans and causing worms to crawl in and out of Batson's ears, keeping him from saying Shazam's name. Luther later joins with Bruce Wayne in a special boardroom where Wayne reveals his team of superhumans who are ready to lend their support to the cause of the Mankind Liberation Front. Secretly though, Wayne speaks with John Jones, formerly the Martian Manhunter but now crippled in his abilities in the hope of finding out what his friend had sensed. As Superman looks down upon the Earth with his telescopic vision, checking for superhuman activity, Red Robin speaks to his former Teen Titans members about his growing concerns that Superman's plans would eventually fail. Norm McKay finds himself suddenly pulled from the spiller realm into reality by the Flash to face a Superman who's wondering why he's here. McKay only, McKay's only answer comes from the scripture, and the third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up, and the sun and the air were darkened. Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. While Superman is confused over the cryptic message, Red Robin notices that a riot has broken out in the Gulag. As McKay vanishes with the Spectre, Wonder Woman says Flash, Green Lantern, and Power Woman to deal with the situation while she and Superman speak to the Secretary General of the United Nations about their growing concerns of the Gulag. In the main office of the Mankind Liberation Front, Lex Luthor is pleased to report about the riot going on at the Gulag and is now ready to send Billy Batson into action to do his bidding. Bruce Wayne keeps Batson from calling upon Shazam, telling him that he knows what Luthor has done to him and his mind. With Luthor feeling betrayed, Wayne tells his assembled team of superhumans to strike, instantly stopping most of Luther's team while Luther attempts to escape, only to be confronted by an army of activated Bat Knights. Wayne now tries to reason with Batson as he himself leaves only to accidentally cause a flask of worms to break and cover him uh, all over. Scared at the sight, Batson calls upon Shazam and soon vanishes. At the Green Lantern satellite, Wonder Woman dresses herself in golden eagle armor and girds her magical sword to her waist as Superman tries to reason with her on how to deal with the riders. Then suddenly news comes from Green Lantern. Prisoners are now starting to breach the walls that have killed Captain Comet. Angered at the lost, Wonder Woman leads the team to go to the Gulag and force the prisoners to surrender or else. Seeing that she cannot get Superman to see that her way of dealing with the superhumans may be the right way, Wonder Woman gives him a farewell kiss before she departs. 
At that, Superman races to Bruce Wayne's back cave in a last-ditch effort to have his friend and former ally join him in his cause. All Wayne can tell Superman is that Captain Marvel has been brainwashed and is now heading for the Gulag that bursted wide open. Superman races as fast as possible to reach the Gulag before Captain Marvel gets there, but it is too late. Lightning strikes the dome, allowing its residents to spill out to engage the Justice League team in an all-out battle. Superman himself is knocked out of the sky as Captain Marvel now engages him in a one-on-one confrontation. Norman McCoy sees that Armageddon has arrived. Hmm. Eh, things escalate. Things um really do kind of hit the. It's hit number ten, really. <laughs> yeah. To ten. Yeah, Armageddon but, um... sort of uh, begins, or so we think. Uh... Mm-hmm. And we do see now the connection between the eagle and Wonder Woman and her armor. It's it's now more yeah. vastly apparent. Um, with the, um, you know, United States stars. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, although, having said that, I mean, we'll get to it later, but uh, she doesn't really go up against the bat. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's more the ideological conflict is mainly mm. between those two throughout the book. Because Superman's a really passive kind of force. Yes. In this. Yeah. Yeah, he he is, um, and Wonder Woman seems to be the one that will make the the hard and fast decisions for war. Yeah. Um, which you'd think is more leaning towards Batman's ideology, right? Well, oh, Superman. More of a, no, Batman. Like more of a police state, more of like force by fear um, to to um, to get what they need. Um, that was one of the things. Actually, first, I want to just um, cap off straight away. So th- these things, this discussion with Superman and Wonder Woman, okay? Yeah. And, and we see it growing that she's the one saying, look, we have to go to war. He's the one that's saying only – basically, he says something like only idiots um, resort to brutality. Yeah. Now, where where in this does he turn and he he changes his um, his views? Because – I keep on going back to when he goes to the bar and saying, if you don't join us, we'll make you join us. So he talks the talk, but... Yeah, but even... Where does he Where does he ch- Where does does he? he stop then? And that like, issue, though, like, he's... Yeah. Constantly shows him as conflicted. Like, it's yeah, constantly yeah. showing that he's conflicted about what he's doing, and that hasn't changed. Okay. He's so not he going to... Really he was just really browbeating, like, you know, just beating his chest. Well, he's not um, going to... He's not going to win people to his side if he doesn't act, you know... Like if he if he acts outwardly conflicted, he's not going to win anyone to his side. No, he isn't. Well, I, and I guess he chose a path of trying to be the tough guy, and he found out later that doesn't work. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman's going, well, no, it's our duty to actually to to start war. She basically says something like that. Yeah. So that's when they start getting to their their. Okay, I I just wanted to understand because I know he was conflicted and stuff, but it it seemed that. Um, it just developed all of a sudden with him and Wonder Woman that he's just decided not to. Well, because Wonder Woman's not sharing even his views before. Wonder Woman, you know, Superman mm-hmm. never wanted to go to war. He just yeah. wanted to bring people in line. Like, he, and he wanted to stop anything else from happening. Wonder Woman's yeah. like, you know what, if they don't listen, we got to start. Uh, yeah, um, actually, I mean, uh, sorry, sorry, Connor. I think um, I was thinking maybe he does convince himself that time when um, they... Uh, incapacitate that big German villain, uh, Von Bach. Bach. Von Bach, yeah. 
uh, I think that's when he was kind of starting to realize because that's when he says, um, you know, what we're doing, it's still, you know, it's still not making a difference. Like yeah. we're, we're not getting anyone on our side. So maybe then that's when he changes his idea. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, this yeah. issue is where Superman kind of realizes mm. he doesn't know at all, like kind of what to do. Well, he's he just totally kind of reacting. Yeah, he totally doesn't know what to do, but he's totally against what Wonder Woman is. Um, because because Wonder Woman in the previous issue has was the one to suggest the the Gulag. Um, and and it just it, it baffles me that they, everyone's agreed to call it the Gulag because yes, yeah, pretty you know, funny. The inherent name of that and the association oh, yeah. um is is not a a positive one, but um yeah, so he, uh, he immediately. He's kind of um, well. Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman. got crazy. Like, I mean, maybe she crazy is a bit too strong, but she's like, it's like, oh, we got to kill all these people. <laughs> but she's she's desperate as well. This is great stuff. This is great stuff by Wade. I mean, the, the mere fact that you and I and listeners that we are discussing this, and, and I'm just opening it up. You know, I'm basically just thinking out loud here and bouncing off Connor my thoughts. But um, the mere fact that Wonder Woman is is crazy, as you say, is because she's desperate, right? I mean, because we know what's happened to her. She's been yeah. stripped of her of her right um, in in the mascara or, or whatever or her her yeah, lineage. She's desperate to prove herself to herself mm. and the Amazonians mm-hmm. as well. So um, it all makes sense. It all makes logical sense. But it's really cool how these little things have informed how they act. It's good. Yeah, I mean. And you know she's she's essentially turned into like the people they've locked up. <laughs> mm. uh, there's not really much difference between them at all. You know, she's all about yep. the punishing and the war and you know yep. killing as opposed to the actual protection of life and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And she but, and she just needed. I mean that catalyst of Captain Comet. Uh, is it Captain Comet? Yeah, Doc Captain Comet. Um, who I have no, I have no idea who is. He's, um, yeah, he's got an a, old Silver Age or something. Or... Well, he's got a unique place in the Panther because he was created like between the Golden and Silver Age in this really awkward period. So he's kind of right. like both of those sort of things. Right. Um, I mean, this is great for DC fans and for you know for, for fans uh, over a vast array of time. Um, it's it's really cool. I, I can imagine there's so much more that you would gain. You know, knowing all these characters, but um, yeah, but for me that was a that, that was a big catalyst, wasn't it? That was an excuse. That was Wonder Woman's excuse to let's go to war. Pretty much. You know, she she smashes the Justice League or whatever table, and then off she goes. Um, but yeah, no, this is very. Uh, this, it's all happening in this issue, Connor. It's great. This is yeah. the big. All the big stuff is happening here. This is a pretty strong issue. I love the um. I still love how the Gulag looks like the Legion of Doom headquarters. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know what the Legion of Doom. So you never like. watched Super Friends or anything? Oh no, I don't. Say, I can't say I have. Okay, I thought that was. It was that in the eighties. I may have watched it as a little kid, but I mean, I've never revisited. Yeah, it. and they're like, meanwhile, the Legion yeah. of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did when I was little, but I mean, yeah, I haven't revisited it. Um. Yeah, it was good. Um, another question for you, Connor. Hmm. Okay, so with um, Bruce Wayne's relationship with Lex Luthor, um, their alliance, and what's revealed that Bruce says, you know, my sole purpose actually 
um, to to be in allegiance with you, Lex, was to find out your relationship or what you were doing with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now, do we know before that? How did Batman know that Captain Marvel was actually there? Because Oliver Queen, is that right? He he says, "Oh my God, is that?" And it's almost as if he didn't recognize that was Billy oh, Batson. So Batman's... they. they don't know. So the Rachel Ghoul successor. Yeah. Right. That's Batman's son. He's a mole for Batman. Okay. Um he's he's the son of Batman and Talia Al Ghoul. Oh, the guy with the um unpronounceable name. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so he's I think and I am sure Bruce has other spies as well that would know that okay. uh Billy Batson is with Lex Luthor. Um because I I would guess that Batman would kind of have been keeping tabs on most of the heroes, and mm. Billy Batson is obviously one of the heaviest hitters, so he would have but kept feels, tabs on where he was. Yeah, it feels like that that could have been a story in itself somewhere, but it's something. It feels like something I missed out on. Was that referenced anywhere else, or because it basically to me it just came out as um, you know, Lex. The only reason I'm with you is because I've been keeping tabs on on Captain Marvel. Well, like, I mean, they don't... how did you ever know that Captain Marvel was there? Well, if it it does, like, there's no room to really like for Batman to give like an exposition about how mm. oh I had this spy planted here and he yeah you know like he obviously I mean it's Batman I, I feel like he obviously has agents okay. everywhere so I didn't I didn't get that vibe at all that it was okay. um, abrupt plus it it, it it's supposed to come as a twist because you're wondering what the hell Batman's teaming up with Lex Luthor for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought I thought he was teaming up with him because obviously there's uh, assistance with producing the, the Batman robots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a big enough reason, isn't it? I mean, so, well, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, that, that was a nice reveal over here. The, the whole Billy Batson thing. Um, and poor Billy Batson. My gosh, he's been... Yeah, it's really... Um, he's got, like, the Khan worm in him. Yeah, what the uh, hell is that? Is that the old Flash Gordon worm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know he has like Mister Mind as like a worm. No, it's not a worm. Never mind. But uh, yeah, yeah it's like a mix of the Khan oh. worm and like Clockwork Orange. He sees the sort of yeah. Shazam family killed over and over and stuff. Yeah, um, that's right. Lex, Lex did that in for all seasons as well, didn't he? Did like a bit of Clockwork Orange on. <laughs> yeah, but I love um, the um. It's a little. It's a little cheeky. Um, the the dialogue there. What is it? Where. Lex is going, that's right. And then the way it's written, you know, with the, with the little notes. Yeah. Um, it's just pretty um, Machiavellian. It's pretty pretty evil. you got to love the giant Superman hologram, <laughs> like, giving. Oh, yeah. yeah. In this world, there is right and wrong. <laughs> yeah, everyone just, like, everyone's, like, throwing tomatoes and lettuce at him, right? He has, so, like, mass education thing, which is not working at all. Yeah. Well, again, which is another sign that he just doesn't know what to do. I mean, this is, it's such a, he's at a point now where he's, um, incarcerated these people, like, against their he's will. He's trying to, he's trying to explain things that should be obvious, um, mm. and they're just not to these people. Uh, it's, it's yeah. kind of like how in real life a lot of people just completely miss the point of Superman, mm. um, completely. And it's not even like a complicated point either. It's just yeah, like, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, and he's he's doing it in a pretty uh, you know, fascist uh, way, which I found pretty amusing. Um, <laughs> and they're all like, "Scream, man!" Yeah, exactly. What did you see that hippie guy? Um, I'm just that's pretty I'm funny. Back to it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure there are there are so many funny faces here. Um, like when Bond back is on the grounds. 
Oh yeah, hang on, let me run all the way. Yeah, um, he's like, you're oh, right, who, man. Who, who is that guy? Is that Doctor Fate or whatever, or Mister Miracle, or well. who was that? Uh, there's this guy in the red suit. He's in an astronaut. I'm pretty like sure this. that's Captain Comet. Oh, that's Captain Comet. Okay. I don't know exactly who it is, but he's I'm holding pretty a, sure it's him. Okay, he's holding a floodlight. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, I had no idea who it was, and he's a guy that smashes um, Von Bach. Oh yeah, there's a hippie guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's got the Rastafarian colours yeah. there. He's Damn loving it. it. I love this meaning of the uh, quintessence as well. Like oh, yeah. The, uh... I recognise them, um, even even from that angle. Yeah. Oh, wow, they're, nice. They're like the elders of the universe or something, aren't they? Yeah, they're like... Yeah. you got, like, the Wizard Shazam, the Phantom Stranger, Zeus, yeah. High Father, and uh, the... I just... Yeah, I recognise a blue guy and the um the guy with the funny hair. That's that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, these guys they're they're like the big the big kahunas. Um also sorry, another question kinda of, if you go back one page. Yep. So Lex is with Shazam. Who's that red dude there holding the orb? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look in the Oh, okay. So it's not um, someone that you're meant to know. Okay, he's just he's just a lackey. It could like, be. Um crystal ball. Yeah. But I'm just, I don't really know who exactly that is. I'll look in the, um... Oh, it's all right. Yeah, I'm sure I've got, I've got the um thing as well. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, maybe if the listeners are keen. Before the quintessence. So, listeners, you probably noticed with this issue, we are kind of, we are kind of bouncing a bit more. Um, yeah. Apologies about that, Connor. It's just that I just, straight into it, a whole heap of questions... Um, oh, I don't mind. It's a great issue. That's all. It's just that I wanted to focus on these things that I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't find them off the top of my head. It's yeah, not like relevant to the story anyway. And which yeah, is, no. I thought, yeah. as I said, is a good thing. You don't need to know who all these characters are to appreciate yeah. the story. Um, like, well, I think the first time I read this, I didn't even know who Spectre was. Um, yeah, okay. But now I know who Spectre was, I get a much greater appreciation for his arc. Yeah. In this... Uh, um, and that's it. Yeah, and that was my mindset as well. Actually, every time I was reading this, I was thinking, "Oh, okay, I don't know who this person is, but that's because I just don't know." But I'm sure the DC followers followers would know who it is. Yeah. But it's actually refreshing to hear that you're saying that. You know, even though you follow DC, when you read it, you don't know who half these people are as well. The I mean, first time just, I read it, like, yeah, I knew who Superman was and like <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> but like Yeah, of course. Know. No, 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 all these other ones. No, but like like this Captain Comet, like I, it looks like you're meant to know who he is, and I just don't know who he is. Um and that guy holding the orb, it just looks like when I read it again, looking at it, it's like, Oh, okay, he looks like a pretty impressive dude. So who <laughs> is he? And like, oh he's, he's no man at all. He's no oh, I'm pretty sure it's the best character to come from this series. <laughs> Just funnily enough, like, spoilers, but he lives, which I find amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did you mention the Manitor because of our, feeder, uh, our feedback? No, I just think the Manitor is awesome. Um, okay, because we have some feedback about, about the Manitor. Yeah, I yeah. saw. Okay. But I, I do like Spectre's dialogue. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're all so concerned with how unconcerned you should act. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's um. You're just like that cosmically bored, or yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we, the, I love Dead Man. He's great. Yeah, he's a bit more um, 
comic relief, isn't he? Oh, it? absolutely. He's a funny character. Is um, he? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, please, he's also. <laughs> but yeah. He's got that uh, sort of dry observational wit as well, mm-hmm. um, which I think it provides like uh, some really good levity in the story. He's probably the only mm-hmm. source of levity, to be honest. Um, aside oh, from all like a the. Bit, yeah, they're a little bit of tongue in cheek things. The little here, parts, yeah. but. The, yeah. In terms of like spoken liberty. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. And and we do see forming, and I, I can't remember if it's this issue or next issue as well, with, with the Spectre and Norman McKay as, mm. as the, his actual role, um, Norman McKay's, which is quite important. Yeah. And actually, uh, what Dead Man does is give exposition on who the Spectre is as well, if yeah. uh, you don't know. So, which yeah. works is he's also giving the exposition to Norman McKay. Yeah. Um, so he's not just spouting it to the reader. Yeah. Um, and now yeah, this right. yeah. this confused me. So, Wonder Woman and Superman in space. Why mm-hmm. is Superman wearing like a oxygen mask all of a sudden? I thought that actually I thought for both of them as well. Aren't they just like impervious? Both well, of them. Wonder Woman needed the oxygen mask to breathe underwater. Well, not I shouldn't say breathe under, but yeah, like she needed the yeah, oxygen mask did. to survive underwater. I mean, but Superman didn't. But now he needs one. Yeah, true. I mean, but even then, isn't she like a uh, Amazonian? Like, isn't she like? She can't uh, breathe underwater. Okay. Yeah, I just I thought that comes. I thought that's part of the course when you're when you're that that powered up. But yeah, I mean, you're right. As Superman, I don't know why he's got. I don't know. Maybe he's like those people that just wear the surgical masks just in case, you know. Or he could be wearing it so he can talk, because it is space. Yeah, true. Um, you can't, like, there's no sound in space, so... Well, that is true. Which a lot of comic book writers forget constantly. That <laughs> 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 there is no sound in the vacuum, but... Well, he's uh, also got, like, earplugs to it. It connects to his ears, so... That's a good point. Maybe he that's mm. how he hears and talks. Hmm. This little radio. Um, it just looks I mean, like but, a breathing grill, but... I mean, but if you're saying that as well, unless, of course, you say the force that he uses to um, project those stones... I mean, that won't work in space as well. Maybe he used super force. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, maybe (laughs) maybe that's it then. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good talk, actually. Again, that was just to consolidate their views and their opposing views. Yeah. Um, And and it ended with Superman having a little bit of a, a little bit of a, um, you know, fleeing comment of only the weak succumb to brutality. So he's kind of, you know saying to Wonder Woman she's weak. Pretty yeah. much. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Superman's pretty savage in this issue, actually, which is great. Mm. Uh, he's, uh, actually, have you seen Doctor Strangelove? Oh, no. The old oh. movie. Yeah, the Stanley Kubrick movie yeah, in the 60s. No, no, oh, no. It's fantastic. It yeah. you know, portrays uh, world leaders with the accurate, useless lunacy. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and the that's mag- the one with the iconic um, um, riding the, the nuclear bomb, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely recommend it. It's really funny. Uh, okay. But uh, the the Mankind Liberation Front's room is like pretty much the exact same as the room in Doctor Strange Love, where all the world leaders meet. Oh, okay, right. Um, I think it ended with like a pie fight at one point. He wanted to end it with a pie fight. That's how like absurd it is. So. Oh wow! That uh, sounds very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And we find out two men's immune to kryptonite. 
Yeah, yeah. that's that's so cool, isn't it? Like he's reached yeah. that peak in his in his um, vulnerability physiology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I like that little little bit. Not that it really has any impact on this story. Yeah. It's but, just all the queens just hey, why don't we drop a kryptonite bomb on him? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Green Arrow, you just want to kill him? Psycho. Like, I've never <laughs> liked. I'm gonna be honest, I've never liked Green Arrow. Um. Even before the TV show? No. This nah. comes across as an asshole. Uh, oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> no, it's not because he's super left. It's not because he's super left wing. I just never liked him. He's just confrontational and annoying. Mm. Um, yeah. Has he always just been like a guy with a bow and arrow? Nothing yeah. else? Okay. As far did as he, I know. Did he, have the, did he have the green lantern ring at one stage? No. I have no idea. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, probably in one Elseworld or one issue somewhere, maybe. But right, I thought he yeah. had. Okay. It's kind of funny how Batman's recruited all like the rebellious teenage offspring of um yeah the the old boomer heroes or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that that is interesting. I was about to say because I was about to say that makes sense because you know. Um, for what he's fighting for, but yeah. it is it is strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got a nice appearance from Martian Manhunter. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So a, a little tragic as well. So he's yeah, he's obviously not a hundred percent. He um, so no. what happened again to him? He uh, he just well, it been says, it hurt says he... by the whole psyche of of the world. He got because he kind big, of got fed up. Him. Yeah, he got yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. He tried to read like. He opened himself up too much, and yeah. he opened his mind up to, like, the entire planet, and it was well, just too then. much information for him to handle. Poor bugger, eh? Yeah. I mean, but that's what Superman... Oh, not the whole, not the mind, but he does open himself up to a lot of the world. Uh, the Manhunter, telepathic, is he? Is that yeah. What you're talking about? Okay. Right, yeah, telepathy yeah. is his big thing. You can mm. change, well, change and go incorporeal as well. That would drive anyone crazy if you try to... Open your mind to the whole world. Oh, yeah, exactly. Talking about um, billions of minds buzzing around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got a lot of, like, the kind of sinister way Billy Batson's drawn. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, like, that, it's just yeah. the kind of, like, perverted smile he always has. Oh, uh, yeah. And the, old, the the dapper, old-school kind of wavy hair. And, mm. the, and that, that cheesy smile. He's got the big chin, doesn't he? He's got a huge chin. Yeah. I bet, I bet he can take a punch. The hero chin. Um. <laughs> hero chin, yeah. Um, just, oh yeah, I was looking at here, it was just, oh yeah, that was just the Spectre and McKay walking away. Um, it seemed that someone was noticing it, though. Them walking away? Mm. Mm. Is that well, the, uh, of... is that the, um, the uh, Al Ghul person? No. No, no, the Al Ghul person is in the white suit. Ah, oh, the white guy, yeah. Yeah. I think that's I Zatara. Okay, well, I he, think. Noticed it. he noticed it. Which makes, because he's a magic user, so... Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Because nice there's, always, there's always a thing, it's like, you know, Spec's kind of like a ghost, right? You know, you feel that chill, mm. and you spine, you turn around, you think something's there, but yeah, yep. maybe it's kind of like that. Um, yep. I, lo- I love the little, the mini yep. superhero sitting on Superman's shoulder. She's just sitting there reading off this list. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're on the next page? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I thought I just thought it was Ms. Marvel at first. <laughs> just had that the the black and the red. Oh, sorry, the red and the blue. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But how cool is that? He, he's just looking down. Yeah, Austria, all clear. Yep. Yeah, Italy. Italy. Not yep. lots of mobsters. So. <laughs> yeah, <that's, yeah. laughs> and Sicilians. So. Uh, it, it's kind of funny how like the Teen Titans are sort of reunited there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, and I love I love Robin's costume, which you hate. Um, yeah, I don't like Red Robin. They're yeah, just, uh, I don't know. This looks weird. I don't know. He hasn't got. No, I don't know. So one of my favorite parts comes up here when, mm-hmm. on the bottom panel, you can see the Flash kind of looking. Yeah, how cool is that? In a different direction, he's like he's kind of seeing Norman, then he pulls him out. That's yeah. so cool. Um, <laughs> he's just yeah. he has like an access to like the spiritual plane, you know. Um, I think I think it's just in gen- it is it's just in general it's really cool. Um, yeah. N- not only the spiritual plane, but it's saying because he he has um an entire strata of reality open to him because yeah. he, you know, he's he's just like buzzing between all of them. So you can imagine it's not only just that plane, but he he can perceive everything. And um, yeah. I think that's such a cool idea that he sees Norman and then pulls him out. Can you imagine how weird that would be? And, you know, Superman, <laughs> I love the thing at the bottom. It's like, who the, what the hell, who the hell are you? Where did you come from? It's an old dude, right? He doesn't look exactly imposing. Yeah, and she's um, ready to, like, punch a hole through his head. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Power Girl. Power Woman. Know, yeah. Power Woman. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. It's, she's usually Power Girl. but oh, Actually, we'll talk about the sandwich uh, Model after her at the end of the book. <laughs> okay. You got the epilogue, right? Um, uh, yes, I did, yes. Yeah, that's talking about the, the Power Woman sandwich. That's like a... Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's he's like, what part of the yes. chicken is it? Oh, breast. Yes. I, I think that was hilarious. <laughs> Again, that was one of the um, bits of humour that I I was kind of referring yeah. to. Yeah, that's right. That was very cheeky. Yeah, um, very cheeky. Um. <laughs> yeah. But here, though, the guy's Norman's talking gibberish. You can just like see Superman going, "What, what the hell? What?" <laughs> Superman's like more confused, I think. Yeah, anything. absolutely. Um, yeah, because he has no idea who this guy is, what the hell he's talking about. The guy is spouting um, from, revelations, uh, revelations, yeah. uh, quotes. Superman's like, "We're fine, man." And then mm. you know, whoops. Yeah, Armageddon is hardly on our calendar, so he doesn't know the, you know how big this thing is going to kick off himself. Now, one woman here, she can put, like, she tries to defend herself later, but she completely usurps him because Superman's giving orders and then she just yes. talks oh, over she, him. Absolutely. Um, and he calls her out. He calls her out as well. Yeah. Um, why did you undermine my authority? She did that straight away. She's like, like oh, they need to see leadership. And he's like, he was trying to. And he just you know, mm. yelled over the top of him. It's like, maybe I should throw you into space. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, just get a room, but, you know, see the epilogue. Wow. RE epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that was, uh, it was really cool. So they go to the, <laughs> like this hodgepodge, this, so this, this motley crew is the UN or something summit, is it? Um, yeah. You know, this, this is, this is it, the world leaders. Yeah. Um, they all look very cool. Um, and anyway, they don't really get anywhere other than the the leader saying, "Look, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to take things in our own hands." Um, so not much has been progressed there for for Superman and Wonder Woman. No, in fact, Wonder Woman kind of expected that, and mm. she wants to take it in her own hands, solving the problem because she thinks they're just 
you know, they're just humans. They're kind of useless. Um, and Superman's mm. like, oh, I thought we were going to... I thought everything was going to be on better than this. Is pretty much what Superman's... Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he's, he's pretty... very ideological. Yeah. He's indecisive. Um, well, no, but yeah, but he has... His ideology is just kind of... Oh, it's not working for him. No, but because he, he's always... He's looking at the... At the better side of things, all the time, you know. But people he's, he's, aren't necessarily being exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's um he's relying on the good of people. But should go back to his golden age roots. If they don't rely on the good, just smash their head into a wall and see <laughs> if they change their mind. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's right. And uh, and so next we get Billy Batson again. Poor Billy, mate. Half the half this issue, he's. He's got a, a face like a smacked ass, really. He just he just looks a gog. <laughs> yeah, all thanks to Lex. And uh, he's what is it? The Khan is that a thing in this DC universe? What's his Khan worm? I, I don't know if it's a specific thing. Um, okay. It might be. I'm not sure. I, I couldn't when I was flicking through the notes. I couldn't see if it was a specific thing, but it might be something from Shazam, or I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, either way, okay. Lex has a Khan worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Actually, this Kingdom Kingdom Come has made me actually more intrigued with this corner of Shazam, if anything. Um, just the magical side of things. Mm. And, and actually, I, I lie, not only this, but what we've been covering with the Year of the Villain and uh, what was the thing, Batman, Superman, um, you know, the Infected. In a month of uh, Shazam. Yeah. No, huh? Remember we did a month of Shazam? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but I mean, currently with the um, the infected, ah, the right. man who laughs and King Shazam or whatever he's called, um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm digging this Shazam. I, mm. I want to figure out what's going on. Anyway, um, Superman smack Shazam. Yeah, there's some really really great art here. We've got to call it out. The the uh, facial expressions. You mean Batman smacks Shazam? Sorry, sorry. What did I? Yeah, Batman smacks Shazam. <laughs> um, what did I say? Superman? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, Batman. Batman, in, in his glorious polished neck brace yeah. and his exoskeleton. Um, but I love Lex's face at the bottom of that, bottom right of that page. You double-crossed me. He um, is looking really... Do you think Batman looks like Gregory Peck? I think he does. Hmm. I think a bit of Gregory Peck. A little Peck. bit. Yeah. It's kind of a weird inspiration for Batman. I must yeah. say. Well, he's a very, he's a very handsome fella. He's very rugged. As well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. That's uh, uh. Yeah, they they do mention that Doctor. I think Lex mentions Doctor Savannah. Came up with the worms, or something, uh, or Lex expanded on Doctor Savannah's research of the worms. Um, mm-hmm. Something Savannah was mentioned. Uh, oh, it's okay. Yeah, he's yeah. dead now, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little coup here. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, the um, things are revealed now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, after, uh, so the table, the, the gloves are off, and, and that older woman there with the funny costume, is it a woman? Uh, you know, she's... Oh, uh, yeah, I see. Um, yes. I that is as well. Yeah, it's in, inconsequential. Yeah, um, but I like the uh, the black um, cat just jumps across. Wildcat, I think. Yeah. Wildcat, it's all going. It's all yeah. going. It's good. Yeah, 
Um, you know, it's just funny to see Lex get double crossed. Yeah. Uh, I think this is where a lot of, cause there's been some Lex and Bruce Wayne stuff. I think that this is where, like, you know, the whole, the idea that Lex and Bruce are actually pretty good adversaries to each other. Mm-hmm. Came up. I think this might be the first time they sort of played with that. I'm not sure though. Uh, yeah, I can see that because Batman's got quite a, you know. Well, they both a... like own these big businesses and stuff. Actually, if mm-hmm. uh, that the comment we did on Signal Luther, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely worth a read. I'm sure we'll okay. cover it someday, but that has Bruce Wayne in it too. Yeah. Um, well, not only that, the uh, the business acumen, but also the um, the minds. Yeah, they're, they're both. Yeah, kind of... they're different types of smarts. Um, mm. Yeah, I think you know. Lex's hubris is, uh, <laughs> would probably prove his downfall at that point. Yeah. But, so, you know. So, yeah, we have Dinah with a battle armor on, uh, just being a jerk, honestly. Um, and she's. Again, yeah. Again, I like the little magic sword. Oh, cut forged by Hephaestus. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, no, she's being pretty, um. Noxious. Yeah, not not all of us have heat vision. I mean, geez, come on. This is like, what was your problem, lady? Exactly. <laughs> uh, come on. Throw so her into thing, the sun. <laughs> is this thing? Is this thing uh, as well? Is this her armor? Is this um a typical Wonder Woman? Armor? No, this is like a new design for her. Okay. Quite certain. There's uh, there's all this stuff is um, you know, as I said, the additions we have come with these lovely. Uh, additional content where he goes through all the, like, the, his, the designs for all the characters, especially the major characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, the... Playing up the eagle symbolism of her costume provided the inspiration for a redesign of George Perez's Wonder Woman suit into a suit of armour of a Hawkman-like affair, which seemed appropriate for her clarification of her identity in battle. Um, so mm. yeah, uh, yeah, I think. And she's essentially rallying the troops, and Superman oh, yeah. and Wonder Woman are yelling at each other in front of the whole room. <laughs> it's like mum and dad are having a tiff in front of the kids. And Wonder Woman's like, "We need to go in and execute all these prisoners." <laughs> it's just, yeah, exactly. It's like I agree, Superman's being a bit indecisive, but I mean, you know, that is not the solution. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is this. You are turning into exactly the type of people that you've imprisoned. Like you're just executing people. You know. Yeah. Um, which you know, which is, should not be the case. No. Um, like you have your killing the Joker argument and stuff, but executing like it, so. If you're, you, you can't just execute a bunch of prisoners who are rioting, super bad mm. or not. Like it's yeah. Uh, is this is this against? I mean, I understand that they well, Mark wanted to Mark Wade wanted to work with the Trinity because you know they are the big three in the DC universe. But is this really kind of going against Wonder Woman's character? Is she really this bloodthirsty in in her? I thought she was kind of similar to Superman, very kind of um, always looking for the good and 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 not wanting to kill. Yeah, but this isn't this isn't the status quo one woman. Yeah, fair enough. Like, the, so is... like Superman isn't always like this either. He's not always indecisive mm. and yeah, weird. Okay. So the, um, yeah, okay. So this is just the 
just just this world that yes, we're looking things at. things have gone bad for her, and this is how she's reacted. I mean, like, Injustice yeah. took all these characterizations and dialed them up to 11, where one woman comes off as an evil psychopath, Superman's an evil dictator. Um, it's like it's like someone got a crayon. Yeah. And they read Kingdom Come, then they got a crown and wrote their own fan fiction, and that's Injustice. Yes, I hate it that much. Uh-huh. Like, so Injustice, <laughs> is Injustice meant to be a continuation of this universe? Or? No, absolutely not. Thank God. Um, no, it was obviously this universe heavily inspired it. Okay. Um, but, yeah. You know, Joker kills Lois Lane, blows up Metropolis, Superman becomes evil dictator, Wonder Woman becomes bloodthirsty. Uh... Soldier, uh, Batman is the... Oh, well, he's... Anyway, um... Yeah, so, you know, Captain Comet's dead, Riot, all, all this art's good, dead. obviously. Um, There's a little bit of a weird cross-signals here, so they just had a big fight. She's about to go, saying this is war. She kisses Superman. Passionless kiss. And then a passionless kiss, and then she leaves. Um, if that ain't mixed signals, I don't know what is. But uh, anyway, Superman takes it as the final farewell. And that's probably like you know she probably thought you know I'm not going well, to see me again. That's Norman narrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, um, I'm pretty sure. Well, Superman knows like he needs to do something now because yeah, yeah. this is well, like I mean, she, she kissed him like as in you know see you later um yeah. you know we're gonna do this thing um and lives are at stake so yeah obviously that's an awesome panel there of Superman standing by himself in the. Mm-hmm. Um, green, white, whatever. Yeah, Superman's like, I gotta go do something like now. I mean, even like I like Wonder Woman's face over there. Again, great expressions right in the middle of the page, like a quizzical, almost like, are you right? I mean, like, are you serious? Kind of look on her face. Very good. Yeah, and yep. you know, she's like, how could you not execute yeah. all these prisoners? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what look is. Yeah. And and your favourite Red Robin there looking in the distance. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I love I love the sequence. Where Superman storms into the Batcave, and then that's this cool is, how he actually enters. Like he just like, you know, it comes from the bottom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, this is so cathartic yeah. when he just walks in and tells them to shut up and stop with his holier yeah. than thou cracks. Thank you. You should always be saying this to him. Like. <laughs> Even in the current universe, he's telling him to shut up because he's such a mouthy little twat. Like, <laughs> well, he's got he's got time constraint here as well. Yeah, Wonder Woman's going off, so he doesn't have time for this jibber jabber. He has on top oh, of this yeah. stupid, uh, exact as exactly as puts it holier than thou attitude. It's yeah, like, we need to work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. So, hey, what what do we? So, what does he come up with? Because he he doesn't. Well, they don't come up with Batman. a plan. They're on the yeah, same Batman. side now, but Batman yeah. just tells him, hey, uh, heads up, Shazam is, like, under yeah. the thrall of Luther. He's, like, the wild card that Luther had employed. Mm-hmm. And Superman's like, oh, crap. Um, I better get there quick before Shazam yeah, blows yeah. up the gulag and lets everyone out. Yeah, So, but he hasn't stated that he will be helping. So, you know, because at the end, you know, further down, he, he becomes a cavalry, right, um, basically, um, Batman. And, and oh, the yeah. rest. Uh, so, yeah. So he, oh, yeah, Batman he, being like, oh, yeah, the superhumans just kill each other off. Um, well, then Superman points out, like, hey, you know, that's not like you. Mm. Um, 
yeah, and again, another I love uh, another little humorous thing. He looks like, oh, so that's what that feels like. That was, that, yeah. Yeah, that, I thought that, that was pretty cool. They used that in um, Dark Knight Rises, actually. And Catwoman oh, walks they? off on him, and he goes, so that's what that feels like. Ah, okay. Uh, but, yeah. um, yeah, he's like, we can be the world's finest trademark team. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> well, that was a bit... Um, yeah. Well, that was a bit... Uh, but, uh... <laughs> I, I do really like this uh, dialogue between because honestly, you know, yeah. it's about time Superman just tells Batman like, "Hey," instead of being like a, um, you know, really confrontational person, let's actually just work together and prevent this from happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's only out through desperation, really, that he he's really pleading with Batman to you know, um, to to assist him and to help him with this. Yeah. Um, he yeah. races off, uh... and I love the. I, I do like this um, depiction. Just how he's really quick. Uh, I know a lot of artists do it, but it just really looks. Just because cool. a lot of artists do it doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Oh. No, no, but um, it, it also doesn't mean that this is any less special than anything no. else. Because um, I just like the way that Alex Ross does it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and Superman's racing off to the Gulags. Blowing up, and you know, all this awesome artwork is, is sort of visions they start to happen. Mm. You know, these visions he's been having. You have like the, a little really ominous red clouds of the heroes, or villains coming out of the gulag, Ragnarok's unfolding. Mm-hmm. Super, Wonder Woman's like doing a battle charge, and Superman's heading there as fast as he can to try and stop it. Um, and you see, like, also, we, we talked about earlier about the, the way that Alex Ross handles action scenes. Yeah. And again, I, I can't help but get a sense that these are, like, more like murals than actual. If you give this to another artist to depict what is happening, there'd probably be a lot more connection between the, the panels to, I would to show take, the action. I feel like murals are more necessary, though. If you're tra- portraying, like, this biblical vision, oh, yeah, I feel like it I... should be done like murals. It's not like... Oh, um... that, that's, that's what I totally mean oh, as well. Because, okay. yeah, mean, yeah, where it yeah, was yeah. static in the first issue, it works here, it, I think. It works, um, it works here because we're getting towards the, the Armageddon, the, the, the foretold yeah. kind of story. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it it's um very much more, yeah, mural-like here, whereas I, I would have thought actually having you said that as well connor um depends it would be interesting if in another artist how they would have handled it unless this was a very much a mark wade kind of instruction um but it, it really suits alex ross's art i think to, to do it in this way i would say this would be alex ross's idea i feel mm-hmm. like uh, honestly i feel like alex ross contributes more to this book than mark wade that's just my opinion though okay. um i mean mark wade definitely contributes a lot but yeah yeah um uh, but like a really classic, iconic ending page here. Yeah. Of um, you know. Shazzy. Uh, Shazzy. Yeah, Captain Marvel standing over Superman. The the caption, you know, Armageddon has arrived. That's it's one of the best like moments from the book. I think it's just mm. it's the oh crap moment, you know. And because like, and sh- yeah. Sorry. Oh no, you go. Oh no, sorry. Um, I was just about to say, and again, these guys seem to be the two, the two titans. Yeah. Of the like, um, it's funny because like Shazam. I mean, before the the movie, um, although he's a legacy character, he's been around for ages. He wasn't anywhere near as well known. Is not that well known, not that popular, but 
he goes toe to toe with Superman. It seems a lot. Yeah, like, he seems to be the foil, really, to Superman. Yeah, we talked about it in our, the yeah. Shazam month yeah. a lot because yeah. obviously they have that history together. Yes, in publication wars and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the whole thing with magic being a nice offset to Superman's Shazam al- the, alien. Yeah. yeah, and he was the first Superman esque archetype, I guess. Mm. Um, I don't want to say knockoff. Because at the time, I guess you could consider it a knockoff, but it did have a very different spin, where yeah. it was like a kid turning into Shazam. It wasn't like Hyperion or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, like these two have come to a head, and I like, you know, I'm so glad it's 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 not like I can't return something where it's like Superman fighting Batman. You know, this this just makes more sense thematically <laughs> and stuff. You know, this is yeah. something I much prefer. It's you know, magic versus yeah. It's just so I love like yeah these two together again. Uh, if you want us talking about all that contrast and stuff more, go to our month of Shazam, um, mm-hmm. which we mm-hmm. talked about a lot. But uh, yeah, it's very fitting that his role yes. in this whole conflict is to sort of stop Superman. Yeah. Um, because he was, as Batman said, he was the wild card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, and like this whole time, because this is the first time we see him in costume. Yeah. As well. And this is a big costume reveal, you know, the moneymaker page, uh, mm-hmm. which is a much better moneymaker page than our year one issue two of Superman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and it's like, because Billy Batson, he's constantly been in kind of like the background mm-hmm. for like the whole thing, and now it's like, oh crap, he's here, he's throwing down, you know, he's come with like thunder and rain, like a mm. storm. Uh, yeah, I, I I really love it. Yeah, and and he does make a good fist of it in the next issue as well. Like uh, you see the yeah. power, the power of him. It's this good. this is when you realize, oh, this is like the confrontation. Superman's confrontation is going to be with Shazam. Um, mm, yeah. It, just as an aside, Connor, just going to throw it out there while we're here. Um, and I'm not sure how much you know of the Green Lanterns and stuff, but aren't Green Lanterns, aren't they quite powerful as well? Yeah. Like, if you pit Superman against Green Lantern, I mean, their cosmic power's quite immense, isn't it? Is it not? Yeah, but they don't stand any chance against Superman. Um, really? Right, really? He's, he's above a single Green Lantern. Um, in, in most, most, yeah, most things you'll read, Superman will be above a Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, but, uh, wouldn't a Green Lantern? Isn't the whole thing they can do anything they just imagine? Yeah, it's powered by their will. Yeah. How cool um, is that? Yeah, no, I love Green Lantern's power set. It's awesome. <laughs> it's one of my favorite power sets. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. And I, because I always, when I was young, I always thought that, geez, this guy can construct anything from his ring. You know. Yeah. And and you know, it's um, okay. Right. I would have thought that Green Lanterns were big hitters as well, but oh, I, I they are big hitters. They're cosmic yeah. level, but um, yeah. if we're putting them up against Superman, this is a guy who, who, like in his current incarnation, you can probably I don't know, you can like bench press the Earth, so you know you're mm. gonna have that guy punching you. That's like <laughs> a lot to um, yeah. <laughs> he does that. He benches if the Earth in bench the two. Um, where does he lie on? There's no earth. They hook up this big machine in like yeah. the center of the earth or something to test the strength and okay. the weight equivalent is essentially like the earth. 
<laughs> or something. I don't know. It's really weird, but it's it's you know a funny little moment. Um, yeah, yeah. the earth today. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, he had his supplements that morning, or whatever. Oh yeah, that's it. Had his Bo- protein shake. Yeah, lots of oats. Um, <laughs> just make sure Parasite doesn't steal those gains off him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, a, a good a good issue for this one. Really good issue. Um, mm. Captain Marvel. Uh, he was the MVP for this issue, really. Yeah, it's funny because he kind of shares a sort of price role with Superman in this story as well, which uh, becomes very apparent in the next issue. Yeah, um, I mean, but but in this particular issue, he really did. I mean, Superman had a lot of the limelight, but it was pretty much a, an exposition on on Billy Batson. Yeah, uh, I think a, a lot of this issue was, A, there was, like, two big things. One was setting up conflict between Wonder Woman and Superman, or the yeah. ideological conflict, anyway. Or essentially, well, I mean, actually, uh, furthering it, because that, that, was, uh, that was an issue, too, already. That's true. Well, I guess this was more setting up Wonder Woman as an antagonist, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other side was kind of setting up what Shazam's part in this is going to be. Yeah. And... and it all culminates in that kind of ending shot where it's like he's the he's the immovable object that the unstoppable forces run into. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? He and I again, it's it's a simple thing, but I love how Alex Ross retains that particular look of Shazam, like the face. Uh, you so you yeah. can tell. I mean, regardless of the lady costume or whatever, you know it's him because you know the face is consistent. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And it's a very distinct face. Yes, it is. Uh, I guess, well, uh, to talk more about Captain Marvel and stuff, should we go into the next issue? Yeah, for sure. Um, Would you like me to read the synopsis? Yes. Okay, sorry. Just, I've got it here. Just uh, bringing it up. Okay. There were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. This was my dream, no more. As Norman McKay and the Spectre Watch, Armageddon has begun. The Justice League is locked in a battle with the rogue superhumans who have escaped the Gulag and are now out to wage war with them. Superman is fighting a hopeless battle with his equal, Captain Marvel, who has been brainwashed by Lex Luthor. McKay pleads with the Spectre to make it stop, but the Spectre says he cannot take action yet that there must be a reckoning. All he can tell McKay is fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come. Meanwhile, at the United Nations General Assembly, the Secretary General decides to take action to deal with the rogue superhuman problem once and for all. Nuclear devices that are capable of destroying all metahuman life except for Superman. He sends forth the Black Hawk pilots to do the unthinkable job of delivering this destructive payload, and as he returns to his office and watches the planes take off, he slumps in his seat and hangs his head. Back at the Gulag, the Justice League seems hopelessly outnumbered and outmatched when Batman's team of superhumans show up for assistance. Batman personally confronts Wonder Woman as she kills Von Bach before he crushes Zatara to death suggesting that the real reason she was stripped of her duties and heritage on Paradise Island was that she was not strident enough with her mission. 
angered Wonder Woman turns on Batman and takes him up into the sky to personally deal with him when they both see the Black Hawk planes arriving with the bombs. Batman helps Wonder Woman see what her um, regaining uh, Amazon honor will cost her and others if she lets the bomb drop and so she helps him take out the planes though one of them manages to drop its payload down toward the warring crowd. Back on Earth, Captain Marvel continually pelts Superman with his Shazam lightning bolts as he darts out of the way until Superman finally grabs Captain Marvel as he calls upon Shazam's name, letting the lightning bolt turn Captain Marvel back into Billy Batson. He grabs Batson's mouth and clamps it shut while he tries to reason with Batson, making him see the urgency of a bomb being dropped that will destroy all superhumans except for Superman. He lets Batson make the decision of what's more important to him as he flies off to intercept the bomb. Batson speaks Shazam's name again and transforms into Captain Marvel, flinging Superman to the ground as he outraces the Man of Steel and intercepts the bomb first. He calls upon Shazam's name three times and the lightning bolt ignites the bomb, consuming all superhumans in a mushroom cloud except for Superman and whoever was protected by the Green Lantern's power rings. Enraged by the massive loss of life by this extreme act, Superman flies off in a rage towards the United Nations and seals the doors shut, terrifying all the people within as he threats to pull down the whole building on top of them. Spectre takes Norman McKay to the United Nations building to try talking some sense into Superman to make him see the humanity that he's ignored all those years believing that he was a god. Superman eventually relents and joined with Batman, Wonder Woman and the survivors of the battle, he forges a new relationship with the people to not solve their problems for them, but to solve their problems alongside them, not imposing their power among men, but working to earn their trust. As the gathering heroes remove their masks and helmets as a symbol of good faith toward that end, Superman hangs the cape of Captain Marvel on a flagpole as a memorial. At the conclusion of the tale, Batman turns his ruined Wayne Manor into a hospital, using Lex Luthor and most of the members of his Mankind Liberation Front as part of his staff. Wonder Woman is restored to her rightful place as a princess of Paradise Island and now begins her role as a teacher of superhumans. Superman begins his work restoring the Kansas wasteland into a productive and fertile land for farming. And the Spectre, after showing Norman McKay his once human side as Jim Corrigan, returns the pastor to his church, where he now preaches a message of hope to his congregation. One year later, Superman and Wonder Woman meet with Batman in their civilian identities at the Planet Krypton restaurant, where they share news with each other about what's been going on in their lives over the past year. However, the real reason for this meeting is the news that Diana and Clark wanted to share with Bruce, which he easily figures out. She's pregnant with Clark's child. What catches Bruce off guard, though, is that Diana wants him to be the godparent, despite Bruce's record as a parent with his former wards. Both Clark and Diana see that Bruce can teach their child things they themselves cannot teach, lessons about mortality and morality from a man they both trust. As Clark and Bruce make their peace and then leave together with Diana to discuss what a future they will have with the child, Norman McKay is seen with Jim Corrigan talking about the Spectre Platter. That's it. Uh, yep. 
Mm. So uh, I guess uh, we keep forgetting to talk about the covers, but they're all... Mm. Except for this one, they're all like the same. They're just like a bunch of heroes standing there from various factions. Um, this one's different, though, is it just features Superman in a smoking red apocalyptic yeah, mist. This is an awesome cover. Um, I, li- I love it. Um, yeah, just a lot of red, a lot of smoke, a lot of shadow. Yeah. So, yeah, as we find out this issue, this battle isn't Armageddon. Superman himself is Armageddon. Mm. Um, which I think is a pretty nice bait and switch, to be honest. Like, this is the battle of revelations, I guess, but then it turns out, you know, the, the true... And he also turns out to be the judge that the Spectre wanted Norman to be. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, you know, as he, I guess we'll get to it um, when we get to it. But yeah, so the, mm-hmm. the, the battle is pretty good. You know, Superman's yeah. fighting Shazam, and uh, you know, there's fighting mayhem everywhere. Um, yeah, it's very much a um, a showcase of Alex Ross's art, isn't it? I mean, yeah. a lot of characters, you can just pick it apart and pick each character. I'm sure there's annotations as to who's who. Oh yeah, uh, there is. Um, yeah. But you know. I'll just say, uh, if you have it, read the annotations, because then the episode would be mm. like a million hours long. Um, but, yeah, it's like, as you said, it's like a religious sort of mural. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, the old painting, 1800 paintings and stuff. Um, well, actually, probably pre-1800s, really. But, uh, yeah, um, it's good. Superman's getting his butt kicked by Shazam, really. Yeah, is, like, isn't he? You know, this yeah. artwork of, like, the menacing kind of Shazam. Um... You know, and this is a pretty powerful Superman as well, so... Mm. Well, yeah, he's at his peak, isn't he? He's, like, impervious to kryptonite, you know, so he's, you know, he's he's pretty powerful. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Norm McKay's like, hey, can you do something to the Spectre? And the Spectre says there will be a reckoning, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like, what, well, this isn't a reckoning? So, yeah, you know, the, the UN decides to launch three super nukes, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these nukes are, are awesome, aren't they? Um, <laughs> sheathed in a force field unbreachable by any catalogued metahuman powers. Yeah. Uh, virtually undetectable. Um, you know, geez, they're, they're leaps and bounds with technology here. This is good. Yeah. Is that Mark Wade down there on the left? Oh, God. There's. It looks like him. Um, there is, like, throughout this last issue, especially in the epilogue, there is yep. just artists and writers yeah, everywhere. Um, yeah. So, like, Siegel and Schuster show up, Kurt Swan shows up, like, heaps of people show up. Bob Kane, mm. Bill Finger, like... Rob Liefeld. <laughs> no. They're all, they're all there. <laughs> um, they, have, they have Black Hawk delivering the nuke, or one of the Black Hawks, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like, the world's greatest dad mug. The UN oh, guard yeah. gave the yeah, order. Yeah, 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 I guess it adds that touch of humanity to him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and and his photo, the photo of his family at the back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he obviously he's quite despondent at the whole thing as well. Um, it's it's a necessity, but it's not necessarily something that you like. No. Yeah. Because like this, the, this battle is going to destroy everything. Really. Yeah. Um, you know, we have Batman coming in. Um. But he doesn't really do anything either. Like it's like, oh, the cavalry's arrived, and then it's like, oh, they're a bit too late. Um, yeah, they look impressive, don't they? They do. 
kind of flying mm, it's in. Nice little reveal page of Batman's robot kind of armor. Um, who who is that kind of cloak like figure? It looks like at the very back there, looks like he's letting or it's letting everyone in, like the whole Batman squad. I think that's Doctor Fate. Is it Doctor Fate? Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Doctor Fate teleports them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they arrive. Are, so what, what do you think of Batman's look anyway, the armour look? Well, um, I don't mind it because for much of this event, we've seen Batman... Well, his... I, I'm, it obviously fits, I mean, the context of the story because, you know, he can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, like, what do you think of the design, really? Oh, okay. I thought that was part and parcel of it as well. Um, just, yeah, no, I, I think it was good. I think it's, you know... it. It covers him well because he's an old man, <laughs> and he, uh, um, and you know the wings are cool. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, uh, we were just talking about Action One Thousand Seventeen as well, where there's a big robotic Batman in the first panel. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not exactly surprised at any iteration of Batman costume. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like the Iron Man costume, isn't it? He can just do anything now. He can just suit up in whatever he wants. So nothing really surprises me. Um, but what do you think of it? I think it's okay. Um, I don't, like, I think it's good. Uh, I don't think it's... I, just, I don't think it's as memorable as okay. a lot of the other designs in the book. Okay. You know, um, obviously obviously the Superman one, uh, the Green Lantern one, uh, Wonder Woman's battle armor. I don't think yeah, it's as yeah. memorable as that. It just seems very... Uh, it's just because it's just the Batman costume, really, just like a kind yeah. of metallic sort of um it's so it's so funny because like you know that, that's why i led with that answer about we're seeing him a lot as an old man is because that was all i really i really saw like so when i saw this costume i was like oh yeah that covers up that covers up someone who's in their 60s or 70s pretty well yeah and, it's and that's very thought, practical like, which is good. yeah like yeah so that kind of impressed me it's like oh, okay so we don't see like a withery Bruce Wayne, you know, hobbling over. Um, but yeah, it didn't. Um, yeah, it didn't occur to me as to the you know the aesthetic design of it compared to all the other yeah. all the other ones. But yeah, yeah. Um, like it, obviously, it's good he didn't try and mimic the Dark Knight Returns design. Like yeah. this is a sleeker design, uh, still a bit bulky. Um, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of like Iron Man. He's flying around shooting rockets and stuff. Yeah, but. Yeah, so you know, he's, uh, I do like how when uh, whoever that is is lighting him on fire, it's pretty and cool. the the visor or whatever comes down. Yeah, that's to pretty protect cool. his uh his face. Mouth. Yeah, his face. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So I mean, know. that that's what we expect from Superman, isn't it? Um, prepared for anything. Sorry, Batman. Gosh. <laughs> that's fine. They they yeah. Um, Batman. Hey, what, what does he shoot? Like a um, he shoots some sort of substance. Um, not from his lower region. Uh. Some sort of of retard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He he wasn't too excited, you know. No. Um, Yeah, some sort of flame retardant, I guess. Um, But yeah, that's what you expect from Batman, don't you? He's he's equipped for any scenario. Yeah. You know, there could have been not a fiery guy, there could have been like a water guy that dunked him, and then out comes his water-breathing apparatus or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. but, like, if Superman wasn't on his side, right, mm-hmm. what did he think he was going to accomplish? 
you know, like... Yeah. Um, oh, it's just like... Uh, I don't know. Batman's you... plans in this book, like, I'm not... This isn't a criticism of the book. They're just... They're a bit of a mystery to me. Like, what was his endgame before? I, I guess his endgame before Superman came to him... Oh, no, I'm an idiot. His endgame before Superman came to him was to let them kill each other. Yes. Uh, that, that's exactly what their conversation was about. Now he's intervening to try and prevent uh, people from killing each other. Yeah, because of Superman's um, conversation with him. Yeah, it even um, says, uh, man or machine, each agent knows his mission to stem the loss of life. I'm an idiot. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, Wonder Woman impales Von back. Yeah. I'm not right. saying he doesn't deserve it, but... Right between the pecs. You know, really, Wonder Woman? Like, you're just making everything worse. <laughs> I know. Um, this guy's been through enough, hasn't he? Do you know this guy? Again, he's pretty funny. He seems to feature a lot. He's Again, like an he's... evil German dictator. Right. Uh, on roids. I'm... They're all on roids. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't want Von back damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, just... Is he just... I think he's just in Kingdom Come. Uh, Yugoslavian oh, okay. would be dictator and troublemaker. Oh yeah, I, I read yeah, I read that one as well. Yugoslavian. Well, he's he's uh, dead now. Yugo's daddy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything. Um. um yeah. No. Uh, one woman's killed him, which is like, come on. You know, like I, uh, I've complained about Batman a bit in this book. Just I'm in a bad mood as well. But you know, he's just like. He's not an agitator. Mm. You know, he's just got his own oh. thing going on. Wonder Woman is, like, actively yeah. harming everything. Um, yeah. it's... But, I mean, also, yeah, exactly. I totally agree. But that thing at the end, the bottom there, that guy, did you see that? She killed him. He, she, I mean, they're doing the same. They're killers as well, aren't they? Are oh, they're they doing are. the same. Yeah. yeah. So why is he so surprised? Anyway. Because it's, it's just it's a like... circle jerk of violence at this point, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Batman's like, the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I love Batman's dialogue to her here. Um, <laughs> force peace, the Amazon tenant. Yeah, Sp- yeah. <laughs> spread love and understanding, but don't be afraid to bloody your knuckles doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some good lines there. That's pretty yeah. Um It just manages to rile her up even further. Um, then, yeah, they start fighting. I mean, that's um, a pretty ballsy thing that he does because, you know, she's quite powerful. Um Anyway, so she takes him up. Um, those purely ornamental wings of hers. Well, it works. He gets her out of the fight. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he was intentionally doing that though, but um. Okay. Well, that okay. Well, that if he did, he could have been, for that reason. That's a pretty smart way. reason. Yeah. Um, I think he just genuinely thinks that. Um, which you know, I'm kind of agreeing. Yeah. yeah. So they start fighting, just like what we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The start of the first issue, the yeah, the so that's fighting it. the bat with the spear. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, they don't fight. It just looks like she's about to impale him in one of these panels. Uh what? I'm looking at the one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one just before the the next page. Yeah, yeah. She's. I don't know how he, you know, evades that, but she has the the sword up to his neck. A couple of panels later, um, and they both see the Black Hawks zooming in. Uh, yeah, this is like... the, the Batman reaction's yeah. pretty funny, I gotta say. Because um, yeah. <laughs> of his mask. Yeah, just, it looks yeah. kind of goofy, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but he, yeah, Batman's pretty much like, "Hey, you happy now, idiot?" Yeah, uh, yeah we ca- we come back uh, to Superman fighting Captain Marvel. Superman's currently burning him in the face. It doesn't seem to have any effect on him, really, though. Yeah, does it? Uh, it does seem to be like hurting him, but yeah, but he doesn't have any wounds to show for it. But he, yeah, it's probably just an annoyance or anything. But he's he's lightning is quite um devastating to superman i love that again the alex ross art here that that bit where the lightning actually strikes him you kind of almost don't see superman yeah um you see him going ah like his and then yeah the smoking and then you just see him calmly say shazam again and shazam it's ah this is quite quite cool because but it is it's it's almost saying superman get tortured you know what i mean pretty much skin shazammed um Mm. i mean superman's been trying to reason with him this whole time yeah as well um you know in in the in-between panels you see like you know people getting really badly hurt and dying and stuff or dead yeah your favorite red robin uh oh he's not dead Oh, isn't he? Oh, okay. uh, he's back later. Oh, he, um, he goes, oh, okay, just just having a sleep. But yeah, everyone's um, getting messed up. The Flash, I don't know how, but <laughs> I feel like the Flash, like, he... Oh, yeah. How, how does anyone hit him if he's like... Um... Is, yeah. <laughs> and there's a... Um, is that the Red Tornado at the back? Yeah. Just looks like, okay, only because it's a Red Tornado. Yeah, there's pretty my, much. There's my experience there, <laughs> listeners of DC. Um, yeah, yeah, so pretty... boom, boom. Uh... Yep. You know, and, and Batman's like, yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, I was just saying, like Batman's like, hey, this war ends in extinction. Mm. So yes, and so they fly towards the um, planes like to try the, and stop them. I like this um, this bit of writing here as well. Um, mm. uh, so McKay feels the heat from Batman's lasers. Um, you know, yeah, a sign of I guess how powerful. You know, I'm always I'm always up for any awesomeness of of power or arsenal, and so when McKay actually feels that, you get a sense of how good yeah you know, how cool those lasers are, and um I love that I feel the strain of titanium muscles. Mm. I just love that line. And you um, love um for the man who has everything then with Alan Moore because he keeps describing how hard the punches are and stuff. Ah but, right, yeah yeah, well yeah now this is good and like just how Wonder Woman cleaves. The wings off one of the Blackhawks. Yeah, really great stuff. Actually, the if you notice the nuke, the design is very similar to the John Byrne rocket that Superman came in. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was deliberate. Um, oh, right. So you know the Superman's still getting shazammed, <laughs> and he is not he's, looking good. Oh, is yeah, he? he's. Bleeding like, internally, there's blood coming out of his ears. And he's nose. gone a few rounds, hasn't he? And uh, um, his blood His eyes are bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. And that look of Suzanne's face, oh, like a, a satisfaction, like evil satisfaction. Yeah, it's like it's, it's kind of robotic as well. Like, mm, yeah. Because obviously he's been brainwashed by Luther, which is kind yeah. of funny that Luther is responsible for. What, like, you know, Shazam beating up Superman right now. <laughs> mm. um, but, you know, uh, he says it again, Shazam, but this time Superman reacts and... Stops him. Yeah. Uh, well, he... Um, he makes sure he makes sure Shazam gets hit by the lightning, so he's transformed yes. back into Billy Batson. And then, and then he clasps his mouth. Yeah. So this is, like, a very big moment here. It's useless. Uh, yeah. And this is... You know, the Spectre's like, this is the point. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you need to judge. Yeah. So yeah, like, what do you yeah, do? Who was just they'll they'll be if the bomb drops, there's genocide. If it doesn't drop, there's genocide. So this is where you're supposed to determine who's responsible. Mm-hmm. And Norman K is like, what? <laughs> yeah, whether it's metahuman genocide or or it's just later. Later human genocide. Yeah, and he's yeah, you know, the specter's like, you know, who's evil here? And you know, Norman McKay's like, there's no evil here. Mm. It's just, um, but what Superman does here is, because Superman's lost faith in himself. Yeah, he says, I don't know what to do. You can see that, can't you? Every choice I've made so far has brought us here, and it's been wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so he says, you know, he's like, he's finally getting rid of Billy. He's like, Billy, you have to listen harder than you ever before, and. He essentially says, you know, uh, I really like this parallel here. It's like, Norm McKay is like, this isn't my decision to make. I'm not a god. And Superman says, I'm not a man. But uh, <laughs> Billy is both. Yeah. And this is kind of where you know, Billy is kind of a cross figure here because he's, you know, he's, he's part of the divine and yeah. Uh, yeah. mortal. Um, and I think Superman is too. But uh, obviously, Superman doesn't realize it at this point, And it's not as literal as um, Shazam, who is literally, you know, uh, both. And so Superman's like, Shazam's the one I can really judge because he's the only one that's actually both of these worlds. Yeah. So so Superman is forcing his hand here because at first I thought Superman was going to has made a decision and he went to do his thing. And then Billy um, decided, oh, hang on, as, as Superman left, he decided to actually go after him. Um, but what super looking at it now, but what Superman has done, he's asking Billy to decide, and he's forcing his hand by he's flying going, up, yeah. yeah, by going on his normal course, yeah, yeah. So he's he's forcing Billy to choose by taking action to stop the rocket, yeah. And in you know one of the best moments from the comic, what Shazam does is he essentially he doesn't choose humans or metahumans, he chooses to save Superman's life. By taking the rocket and destroying it himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is like the big wake up call, which is a really big, it's, it's a really nice moment. I love that. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of what Superman's lost perspective of as well. You know, Superman's thinking the big picture and here Shazam is just thinking the small picture. He just wants to yeah. stop Superman from blowing himself up with the nuke and he detonates it. Right. Uh, yes. You know. By striking it with Shazam lightning a bunch of times. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Look, I, 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 again, I took that more of maybe Billy thinking more into it. Like, Superman forced his hand by going, look, I'm going to go up and I'm going to destroy the nuke and you come and stop me if you want because it's either going to be that nuke goes off and the superhumans die or the nuke doesn't and the humans will will, you know, die or, or have a, a yeah. terrible life. So I thought that's what Superman was doing. And so Billy... Oh, that's decided, what Superman was doing, yeah. Yeah, so Billy decided... He's decided, I'm not going to save... I thought Billy was deciding not only is he going to save Superman, but he is going to decide to to kill the superhumans, basically. No, no, I don't I don't think that's it at all. By detonating um, the bomb, yeah. I think, okay. I think what Shazam's doing is just... Like, they even say it before, like, his, Shazam's choice is life. Like, he is choosing to save... Uh, Human life, that's what I thought. No, yeah. it's just life uh, in general. Like, right, there's no... Okay. Um, that, that's why Shazam's so important here, is because he's not choosing a side. 
Yeah. He's just like he just makes the base choice, which is just preserving life. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. I mean, he he kills. Well, he everyone. tries. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Like, well, for one, he saves Superman's life by mm-hmm. taking the missile instead of him, and they do mention later that because Shazam detonated so high, some were able to survive. Because of the, the the Green Lanterns, yeah, 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 and but like if it detonated on the ground, then yeah, it would okay. kill everyone. Um, right, okay. Because I was looking at it when he was saying Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. I thought he just wanted the bomb to go, to detonate. Like he no, because but he wanted to so high up. But I, I thought he was just like, I'm gonna blow this thing up. No, if he wanted that, he would have just let it drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, this was, this was definitely a heroic sacrifice from Shazam. It wasn't him trying to kill... No, uh, no, I mean, like, he saves Superman, but he kills... Yeah, yeah, but he, he's gonna... Yeah, anyway, so... Right. Because it's a hard decision. It's one of those decisions, decisions right? It's one it is, other. but it's a hard decision, but Shazam makes the right choice, which is he doesn't measure it in those quantities. Mm. He just measures it in saving people from death, you know? Like, he doesn't... He doesn't True. think of the big picture, he just acts with that right or wrong True. instinct, which Superman... It's true, but there's still a lot of death, but anyway... Oh, I mean, there is, but, like, yeah. that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, And that's yeah. the decision he makes. Like, there would have been more death if he didn't. Yeah. Um, and, like, even then, you know, just because, like, he, it, it doesn't make it less of a heroic sacrifice if he, like, fails, you know what I mean? Oh, um, look, it's a, it's a heroic thing because he, he did sacrifice himself i mean for a noble cause and and yeah. there's something that he's trying to do um i, I can't fault that and it's yeah. like this is you know it, and it provides an important moment for superman's character as well mm. because this is well not right now but later on this is kind of you know superman realizes that shazam was in the like this is what he should have been doing i suppose is what yes yeah, so, uh, i mean that's comes what about I later yeah, I mean, so that's what I thought Shazam was doing. Like, he was taking that burden off Superman and doing it himself. Doing what basically Superman would have... So Superman would have died, basically, doing... Yeah, I feel like he would have died. We don't know, but... um. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, know, the nuke was Shazam's designed pretty... to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Um... Yeah, but it's... Uh, so what a, uh, what a way to, to uh, destroy the gulag... <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. So obviously, we get the, the yeah. you know, we have uh, Spectre points to Superman, and he says, Judgment. And Superman's mm-hmm. screaming in this just ashen field where, as far as we can tell at this point, everyone else but him is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which is quite striking and powerful. Um, and it does hit you, especially on the first time you're reading it, you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whoa, yeah. this really escalated. Um, what is that big, the big skeleton there? I missed that. Was there a dinosaur? No, there? no, that was one of the superheroes. He was like oh, super cool. big. I can't remember who exactly he was, but right. Um, if you look up, there's like a giant man in the okay. background. Cool. Yeah. We can just call um, it. we can just say it's um. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Lucky, eh? Lucky the main players under under the uh, the dome of the green ring. Yeah, lucky they're all there. <laughs> well, I mean, that being said, Green Arrow and Black Canary died in the blast. Mm. Um, they were, you know, but, you know, they, they had know. dialogue and stuff, which is actually a pretty main player for this book. So, yeah. um, fair enough. But uh, 
Yeah, so Superman's not happy. No, he goes, he gets a bit of, bit of wrath for Superman. Yeah, and Spectre's, uh. Pretty scary. Superman doing that. Oh, yeah, and when Superman goes off, he's like, well, Spectre's like, judgment has been passed. Mm -hmm. Superman is going to be, uh, like, the humans, uh, I'm get, this is what I got from it, like, you know, the humans are the ones who have been judged and Superman is their reckoning, essentially. Yeah. Like, Superman oh. is actually Armageddon. He's the one who's going to... Yeah, because they're uh, the one that um, sent the bombs, yeah. Which I really love that kind of twist, how you think, like, the battle is Armageddon, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, it's Superman being really pissed off at the aftermath, and he's just going to go to town mm. on the UN. Um, but, you know, Superman's in a... He's not in a great place. Uh, he's just had a super nuke dropped on top of him. Uh, as far as he knows, all of his oh, friends are dead. Uh, you'd be you'd be like that too, Connor, wouldn't you? If you had a nuke dropped on you, you'd yeah, be a little a little be bit happy. Peeved. Oh. I'd be happy. But as the little, priest little points testy. out, yeah, uh, Superman's essentially. Um, I mean, as he said, it's a really good dialogue with respect to here. It's like if you let this to happen, if you let this happen, then you are evil. Like, mm. um, you know, if you don't take me to the UN to give a pep talk. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, Superman storms the UN, which is great. Uh, yeah, this is the whole... I guess this is what it's all been building up to, this ten years of pent-up mm. wrath that would cower Satan himself, uh, which is pretty awesome description. Yes. And, you know, as the priest points out, like, a lot of it is self-loathing as well. He blames himself for everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do, you think, do you think Wonder Woman's happy now? Do you think she's happy with what, what's transpired? She gets off too easy. I'm just going to say, yeah. like, you know, Superman is so messed up about what's happened and stuff. But I guess, like, this... I guess this thing where it's, like, this the Superman story... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not, like, a one-woman story, but yeah, still... Yeah, of course, of course. I know, but, but it's just, it just, like, she suddenly becomes silent and everything, and... Yeah. She anyway. becomes... I mean, they're all... Uh, I'm only impressed they're all, like, pretty... They're not as fast as Superman. <laughs> they can't get there as fast as, you know, him. Yeah. Um, they're still in their bubble or whatever. But oh, oh, sorry, I've skipped ahead a bit where they're... they're oh, they're, no, I'm the, still... At the UN. Oh, you're still where he's... Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm still in... Well, Superman's in the UN and the Norman's talking to him. Yeah, sure. Yep, yep. So he gives him the pet talk, which is, you know, the, the, this whole story, you know, for all its um, themes and... Uh, stuff. The, the story is ultimately about Superman just losing touch with his humanity. Mm. Um, that's like really what the core of the story is, and this sort of speech from him is what makes Superman realize that. Yeah, it's just you know remember who you are, sort of yeah. moment. Exactly. And you know, Superman's like, you know what? I should chill out. <laughs> yeah, he's going. Kind of, yeah, you're probably right. I, you know, a little rush of blood. So the whole point of this, you know, with Superman and Spock and stuff is like, yeah, he's human. Mm. Like, he's not, he's not like a mythical god. He is just a dude who happens well, well, to be gifted. Human, really. He's just but the, 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 he's Kryptonian raised as a human. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. he's scientifically, he's not human, obviously, but. Yeah. Uh, well, he does look very human. <laughs> he does, unerringly. Um, very similar. But the, the point is, all these heroes and stuff, they are kind of just supposed to be people. 
Yeah. Not. Yeah, not so. not God. Yeah, exactly. Not gods that are above. Which, yeah, I mean, again, and that was set up in the very beginning, like in issues one and two. Yeah. Where they seem to have this detached nature to them, to the rest of the 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 populace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now they're kind of, you know, working with the humans, you know, with the world, trying to connect. Yeah, and to me, I saw in the he's like, what, what's this horrible stuff has happened. Let's forget about the mistakes of yesterday. So Simmons has given you guys a pass for the nukes, by the way. I would take yeah. it. Um, yeah, exactly. He's like, let's just work together. Yeah. You know, these you, problems you, are still here. but You notice the Flash? He lost his hat as well. So the Flash wow. up there. Where is he? Top oh, there he is, yeah. He looks a bit like hat. Bruce Willis. In the, <laughs> in the battle, he lost his hat. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. So this thing that Superman's saying, I love this with the three, the mighty three. The problems we face still exist. We're not going to solve them for you. We're going to solve them with you, not by ruling above you, but by living among you. So yeah, um, they've made a pledge to. Yeah. This is where. To not. Yeah. It's like we're not going to oppose. Yeah, Our power on you. We're going to earn your trust using the wisdom of one man. As Legacy takes out uh, Captain Marvel's cape, mm-hmm. and, tassels and, and all. Well, this, this is where he outright says that he's like, I asked him to choose between humans, and superhumans, but he alone knew that was a false division, and he made the only choice that ever truly matters. He chose life, mm. so he didn't choose one or the other. Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. that's you know kind of the example Superman takes. Uh. You know, yeah. so it was kind of well time flashes forward. Uh, the, the Spectre and Norman walk off into the light. Into the distance, the Spectre always looking good. He's how tall is he? He's pretty tall. Oh, he then is. he gets a bit smaller. Well, he can change size because he was huge in that battle of Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> he was a little bit more than six foot there. He was a uh, 50 foot. Yeah. But we have, oh, there's, we have... there's your Manitor. There he is. Yeah, see, Manitor lives. And where's Red Robin? You said that he lived. Where is he? He does. He's wounded. He comes up later. Um, okay. So, you know, we get, we cut to the Wayne Manor, which is now... Yeah. Like he's hospital. dressing in white instead of black, because he doesn't... And all... It. Yeah, and all the Batman robots are like um, hospital sentries now. Yeah. Just, you know, or yes. just decoration. Because he doesn't want to inspire fear anymore and have his little fascist state. Yeah. Um, but, it's uh, good to see him wearing jeans. Good to see him a bit more <laughs> relaxed. I like Lex with the prison collar. <laughs> Lex. Lex is hilarious. Um, yeah. And Batman is even more hilarious. He's, he's a Shazam. Yeah. I mean, jeez. See, here's, um, here's Dick here. Red yeah. Robin in the bed. Oh, that's him. Is Has that his guy? little symbol next to him, and that's his daughter as well at his uh, bedside. Oh, so. okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Dick I lives. Survive. Well done. Well Most of died, but... You know, Wonder Woman gets accepted back into Themyscira. Uh, yeah, so. She didn't do anything. She stopped like one of the nukes, but she killed Von Bark. Maybe that was her. Maybe that was her mission, just to kill him. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you look Von at it, Bark. she killed Von Bark. But I don't know. I she feel like killed countless others as well. We just didn't didn't see. I feel like you know Superman is super remorseful and regretful about what's been happening. I feel like Wonder Woman shouldn't just be standing there next to him with a yeah. smile on her face. 
Exactly. Like Batman's fine because Batman was he's on Superman's page. Like they're on the same page together. Mm. Wonder Woman's like you were like crazy few hours ago. Um, <laughs> she should she should be reneging that um the ceremony really. Just a line where it's like I wish I didn't let things go this bad, yeah. but I guess you know page room and stuff. And again, this isn't a Wonder Woman story. I mean, she's yeah. obviously a major character, but yeah, yeah, uh, Magog lived too. Yeah, I know that's surprising. I thought he died. Uh, anyway, just Cable. Cool. We should call him Cable. He gets his like redemption arc, I guess. Yeah. Um. So what happens here? Sorry, do you see this thing? He slaps the guy on the back, but what was the guy doing? I think he was spitting. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, yeah. Okay, I can see it. Yeah, it's a spitting. moment of levity. Ah, and we the, the majestic Manator. <laughs> Manator, look at that. He, I cannot believe he lived. That's great. Uh, if I have a right for DC, Lives I'm writing on, a Manator ah, series. And actually, there's a point as well. We'll get to it with our feedback with James Young, but um, I'll, I'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it when we get to it. I'll, I'll make mention of something. Anyway. So we have Green Lantern on the UN now, mm-hmm. representing uh, Oa. I the, love his cufflinks. are pretty good. Yeah, it's quite stylish. Uh, <laughs> it's only one works alone, and we go back to Superman, who's uh, mm. put up a lot of graves. <laughs> that's that's a really co- a nice actually scene. I think. It's just oh quite, yeah, quite touching. Because uh, uh, they're probably obviously for the people who died in the nuke blast, but also yeah. everyone who died in the Kansas. Yep. Uh, yep. Blast. Yeah, um, that's a very Superman thing to do. Not to remember all the. Well, to remember, I should say, sure, all the people yeah. that died. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's always a bit of a lone wolf as well. Yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't really run around with... Well, he does now. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have the scene where... I think this is one of the first scenes Mark Wade came up with, was Clark Kent putting his glasses. glasses back on, and I think he oh, okay. went from there for the story. Hey. Well, this was a catalyst for the story. I think so. Really? Or it was one of yeah. the, it was like a big catalyst for the story. Like I think that's okay. when he kind of knew what a lot of what he wanted to do. Oh, okay. Um, cool. <laughs> and then talk about plows. Jeez, Louise. There's a huge plow, and you got crypto down there as well. Yeah, I see crypto. He's yeah. doing his. The hell is pulling the plow? Well, that crypto has spots on him for some reason in this. Like, it's definitely oh, crypto, but they he's, put he's black got, spots on him. He's got, he's just a white dog, is he? Yeah, he's just white. Okay. Maybe um, he caught yeah. a disease or something. Who knows? Huge player, but I, I love it. It's a very... <laughs> just, you know, all this touching, touching moments with, uh, mid to, to close up shots. Then all of a sudden, pan back. <laughs> there is a huge plow. I love the, I love the big straps and stuff. Like I love yeah. the sort of feet of strength stuff whenever they <laughs> yeah. do it. Um, it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. It's fun. I mean, oh. he's he's plowing a whole state as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do really like how that's what Superman. That's a lot of what Superman's been doing is you know uh, fixing Kansas yeah. with the help of Ray, as we find out later. Um, yeah. But you know, deradiating. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, he mentioned something like that. Yeah, he? he's like making the land fertile again and stuff, so things can grow. Well, I'll tell you, I don't want to be the one um, planting the seeds for um, for all this that he's doing. <laughs> it's a massive amount of work. Get but one maybe he's... to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it's give her a bag of bag of seeds. Off you go. Yeah. Uh, but we, I think, 
like some of my favorite moments from this past issue, you know, is obviously one of the best moments that Captain Marvel bit, but some mm-hmm. of my favorite moments are uh, Norman and the Spectre. I love when the Spectre takes his hood off here. Yeah, I think it's a really it's nice a, moment. Yeah, just his flaming hair and the, the streak of white is very distinct, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, no, it was good. It's good, and and he actually sits in the congregation as yeah, well. Yeah, that was really, really nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, because of the Spectre's gotten his humanity back. Yeah. As well through this whole thing. Uh, and I like the idea that they're friends. They're just hanging out afterwards. Yeah. I really like that. Um, and you know, obviously, all these faces. I think. Uh, I don't know who the lady is next to the Spectre, but that's someone. It's very specifically someone in Alex Ross's family, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the man as well, or the old man oh, behind. The old man behind him is very uh, familiar. Is that? Uh, is that someone famous? Um, is that a Schuster or a Siegel or Schuster and Siegel pop up? Uh, they're actually in the UN. That scene okay. where. Trinity standing in front of all the ambassadors. Pretty much all of those guys are comic creators and stuff. Oh, okay. But this guy behind the Spectre is very... His face is very familiar. Okay. Well, it's anyway. the last page, so I'll be able to find it. Uh, well, before the epilogue. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, Jerry Siegel is one of the guys in the back. I think Jerry Siegel is the guy behind the Spectre. Boom! Got it. The seagull created the spectre, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. In addition to our favorite uh, red caked individual. Mhm. Um, but yeah, that was that was the end of issue four. But we do have the yeah. epilogue. The epilogue is oh, little little levity here. Opening yeah. up with is that Dean Kane? Come on. No, it's, <laughs> it's a writer though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the there's hair. writers working in the back as well. Yeah, yeah the hair's pretty funny. Um, so the dude, the Martian man, is he just like uh, painted green? Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. He's done love, really well. I love the way Clark's drawn here. Yeah. Very, um, very suburban. Yeah, but he still has the glasses. It's, uh, you know. Yes. It's a very good cool look. His style, the, uh, <laughs> the flannel, whatever, and the, uh, the beige slacks. Yeah, he's got it. So I looked in the, in the annotations of the epilogue, every panel there is just Easter eggs everywhere. That's so cool. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, first of the three long panels, there's all the mm-hmm. different colours of kryptonite, which is pretty funny. Ah, yes, yes. Um, Batman comes in with a coat, which is also black. But they're they're just catching up here and stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's another bit of a funny bit here, isn't there? Um, oh, it's, it's the next pa- uh, next page where the guy asks for the ketchup, the tomato sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's using the ketchup. <laughs> oh. oh, be my guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like these little, those little bits in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's nice to see these three um, just kind of doing something very kind of... Um, mundane. Mundane, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clark's holding the Shazam glass. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And the Green Lantern, that's hilarious. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robin. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, right. that's an awesome mug, though. I'd love a Green Lantern mug. Actually, like, it's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Like a stein. So you see that 
cowboy in like the background. Uh, hang on, which page are we looking at now? The Hi, I'm Robin page. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed okay, to be oh, the... Yeah. Uh, that's supposed to be the skeletal remains of Jonah Hex. <laughs> oh. So, okay. Um, Jeez. So funny. There's a the, backcopter. Oh, yeah. It's heaps. I could look in the thing to get every single one, but again, just yeah. the, uh, I love uh, when uh, Luther sends his best. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, yeah, he's the inhibitor. Collars have kept the rowdier one subdued, except for Luther, because he caught Luther twice in the back game trying to hack yeah, the computer in one month. <laughs> Just like <laughs> that's hilarious. It's, it's you know he, he sounds like a I don't know like a juvenile. You know, yeah, <laughs> caught in the act a couple of times. Spring boots. <laughs> <laughs> so, of uh, they undercook Batman's steak, and Superman just heats it up with his heat vision. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. I feel like, I wonder if, if Superman's heat vision, I wonder what that does to the taste, though. Is it like putting it in a microwave or something? It doesn't taste as good? I don't know. Yeah, it would be. Well, it's heat vision. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's not microwave. So, um, it'd be much like a an induction oven. I think. Yeah. yeah, maybe. There's, yeah. But there's this moment, because they're talking about at the start, oh, they want to see the surprise on Bruce's face when they announce that uh, Diane is pregnant. With Clark's kid, the, the, uh, Bruce's face doesn't look surprised. Well, that that that's what they're talking about at the start. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can't wait to see the surprise on his face, but he's oh, already yeah, guessed, he's a, yeah, and they're yeah. the ones that are surprised. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a detective; he knows all this. And this thing, um, we're looking at Wonder Woman's grey hairs. I think, I think it's supposed to be like she has a glow about her. Okay, because yeah, I, I was about to say that's pretty odd. Yeah, it would be an odd gray hairs. Yeah, um, but the the pregnancy glow. Okay, that makes more sense. That's pretty hard to convey. Mm. Like, you know. So, um, well, it's good that you picked it up. But. And uh, I love. She's they're like, how do you know? And Bruce is like, oh, observation for an ageless Amazon of perfect physique. You've actually put on a pound or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah. Actually, I want to go back here. While they're talking about the different food on their menu. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, obviously this is this is a great one. Today's special is the Power Girl chicken sandwich. What's the oh, cut? Yeah, yeah. Rest. I also recommend the Dial H for Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The giant turtle soup, which is um, uh, Starro the casserole. Yeah, Starro is the giant starfish that they. Uh, oh yes 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 yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's the man of beef. Man steak. of beef. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Steak. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to this restaurant. <laughs> be cool, right? <laughs> God. I don't know if I can hack half of these people dressed <laughs> as, uh, you know, heroes. Is that they do talk about that at the start, which is pretty funny. Mm. You know, Clark obviously feels uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Diana's accustomed to it. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, they make, uh, Bruce the Godfather. Which mm-hmm. Clark seems surprised by, which I found funny. <laughs> I mean, look how close they are. Seriously, it, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm surprised Bruce and Clark aren't getting married. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Bruce's, uh, like you know, Bruce is pregnant. <laughs> no, um, Diana's just carrying their child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it pops out. It's got like two black, like 
ears coming, you know, <laughs> spiked ears. <laughs> Hang yeah. on. Uh, yeah, no, uh, but again, another touching bit here where they hug, um, which is oh, good. Oh, Bruce and Clark. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I, although, you know, you joke and stuff about they are, you know, there's a bromance happening, um, they were at that odds. Much oh, they were. This, you know, thing, so it's really good to see that they do see eye to eye, and they, they did towards the end. Well, they're the ones that, they're the only two reasonable people at the end, really. Um, you, see, you see the guy's face down there as they hug? Did you know <laughs> that's hilarious? Ugh. Don't know, don't know who that is, but we we'll, we can look it up. But yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, I do like how Batman says he doesn't have the best track record of being a parent. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. He um he's aware of it. And that's good. My favorite Hopefully bit of this, my favorite bit of the secret sequence though was uh Jim Corrigan mm. going. That's a Spectre platter. Yeah. It's like. Spinach and cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not really a, an enticing dish, is it? So sorry, like that they're like you know, getting lunch together and stuff. I think that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, and I mean, no. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, like actually, in the last panels here, you have the Sandman's gear on the left. Wesley mm-hmm. Dodds, the guy who died at the start, that's like his superhero costume. Oh, okay, yeah, I had no idea. Yep. And on the right, you have Shazam's first appearance. Shazam's, yeah. yeah. I just noticed that just then, like, of Shazam at the end there. And they're calling that's it the pretty... child of Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman. Ooh, uh, so it's kind of like the Trinity's having a kid, really, because they want Bruce yeah. to raise it as well, since he's, like, mortal, mm. I suppose. Um, but yeah, it, it ends on a very optimistic, happy note. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the rest of the story, which is very dark. Mm, uh, it's a very warming end and, and, you know, filled with humour as well to, to kind of really break that tension totally. Yeah. Um, after the whole big event. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a nice light ending. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, good. Very good. Stuff. I guess that is the end of Kingdom Come. So, yeah. uh, final thoughts. I guess, ooh, did you recognise everything from that vision he has at the start of the first issue now? Oh, hang on. Let me... Yeah, go back. You go back. Spin, yeah. spin the... Oh, yeah. Oh, what do they say? They say a line. Oh, um... Oh, they say something about... Even Superman just can't go back in time and fix everything. Right. In one of these issues. And I obviously love that line very much because it was dissing on Superman the movie, so... Yeah. Where is it? Um, at the beginning, there's just like an uh, apocalypse kind of battle. Okay, so this is the line. But throwing Von back into that... This is an issue three. Throwing Von back into that quadrant is like poking your hydrogen balloon with a match... Superman's prison is a pressure cooker enough as it is. He thinks he can get everyone to behave like they did when times are brighter, but even he can't turn back the clock. Mm. Suck it! Superman <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's canon now. He can't turn back the clock. So, alright, the big double page spread. Oh, you mean Shazam? Like the With lightning the red bolts? Light. Okay, so the lightning bolt Shazam. Yeah. See the figure in the top right corner? That's obviously Superman after the bomb yeah. went off. Yeah. What Superman is that? I still as don't well. understand what the... Is that a lantern on the on the left? 
I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But there are obviously all the green fires, like green lantern. Green lighting. Yes, yeah. right. So you can kind of yeah. see it all there from issue four. Mm. Like, sort of prelude there. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you have final thoughts for Kingdom Come? No, just that I really did enjoy it. Um, it is... Uh, it is a fantastic story written by Mark Wade. Um, he's a re- he's a really good writer. I mean, I guess the sheer volume that he has written, there's no surprises that there would be flatter things that he's done. There would be the things yeah. that we're a bit more critical of, but there's no doubt that he is a good writer. And when he does bring his A game, I mean, you look at Kingdom Come, um, absolutely brilliant. And, and working with um, Alex Ross um, makes it a very yeah, a very different comic. Um, Alex Ross actually, I think, brings a lot of that in just because of his art. It's it's not your typical comic book art. Well, he's so, he's also behind a lot of the story as well, Alex sorry, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're always mentioning that as well. Yeah, so he, he does, uh, you know, come with um, with a lot of the concepts and the story as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the dialogue, I'm, sh- I'm sure Mark Way does the, the lion's share of. Um, and the d- dialogue was very good. The characters were all voiced. I mean, there's a lot of characters here, um, a lot of throwaway characters as well. But, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, very, very. I'm very pleased. Uh, I think it met my expectations, uh, yeah. and, and the expectations were high because everyone kept on saying That's how good it was. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, very good. Um, I guess we we'll get it to feedback. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We have, uh, I believe, we have Robert on Facebook. Robert Reinke. He was uh, on our Swamp Thing episode, and he runs uh, Swamp Thing podcast about the Swamp Thing Alan Moore run, so I'll put that link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, it's really good, but there had to be a better way to end the conflict than dropping a bomb on everyone. Um, I'm a pessimist, so that's kind of what I expect of, uh, you know, a bonehead move from our world leaders, so I didn't have a problem mm. with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the, um, the stakes had to be really high on yeah. this, and for us... Like in the world that we live in, and with a nuclear like that, Armageddon, a huge bomb, yeah, mm. is is the the way to go. It's something that we can relate to as well. Definitely, you, you can't have like Galactus come in or something. You know, you know what I mean. You can't have yeah uh, that. Just it would be epic, but it's we're not going to relate to it. So I think by having the bomb, I think it was a good move by Mark. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he said there was feedback from James Young. Yes. Um. Sorry, do you have that up? Uh, no. Okay. I don't. I don't know where it was left. So. Oh, okay. Um. Oh. Anyway, I think James was talking about. Um. I'm just going to. Well, you can you can edit this, can't you, Connor? Yeah. Uh, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, James basically was talking about. Um. About the Manitor, about the because we were talking about that last issue. Uh, last episode, sorry, and he made mention that um, it was from Rucker's Wonder Woman run. It was Ferdinand, um, the the chef, basically. He's he's a manservant of Wonder Woman. Okay, um, it's not the exact same character, though, is it? It's just. Well, I I replied to James saying that I don't believe it is because in the annotations he's listed as Manitou, yeah, not, not Ferdinand. So Ferdinand is a character, and the thing that I wanted to raise, um, a little a little earmark, um, while we're discussing, there's that shot of Manitou, and he's full 
kind of he's humanoid, but he's kind of full bull, if that makes sense. It looks like yeah. his arms and all that. Whereas I believe Ferdinand is just a bull's head on top of a human body. Mm. So so there's there's a point of difference there. So I, I don't think it's the same and I don't think Ferdinand has those big horns as well. So it's basically like a um like a like a cow a cow. He's got small horns. Like like a like a regular bull. Like not not exaggerated. So yeah. yeah. But thank you, James. Uh that was a good pick. And then James and I were just talking about Ruckets Wonder Woman. A very good run. Check it out. Hmm. Yeah. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, cool. And that's all our feedback, I believe. We'll probably be getting more feedback for this. Uh, we are recording a week earlier than we usually do. So we'll probably get more feedback and we'll do that. We'll respond to that in the next episode, uh, which will be yeah. a couple of weeks from now as per usual. Um, but when this is released anyway. Uh, so yeah, shall we yes. do ratings? Yeah, sure, sure. Do you want to go first? Um, how many? Uh, no, you go first. Okay, how many um, Khan worms? <laughs> I don't know. Embedded Supermans. <laughs> <laughs> Embedded Supermans. Um, I will. No, actually, I'm going to go for was it Von Barks. All right. Uh, I'll go for. I'd say a good a good eight, eight out of ten. Um, this is uh so that's that's in my realm of trade worthy. Um, yeah, something that I'd definitely read and, and actually definitely read and or would have to just look at the pretty pictures because they are very pretty yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I only gave it eight though. That was on the impression. Really? Yeah. I'm being very strict with my marking, Connor. Okay. Very, so reason it, uh, what were your problems with it, I guess? Cause I... Um, well, they're very, they're very kind of per, like personal in the sense that um, like you know, I have my favourite characters, so it's it's a personal bias that would elevate something above something else. I'm still learning about Superman. Um, he's very much in there, but I I do have like my favourites. Um, so they would you know they would actually elevate the scores. Okay, um, I mean I've but, I've read like nine out of ten stories about characters yeah. that aren't you know. On my yeah. radar, really. Well, this is the um, Ray Zod system. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I'm just taking a look here. Just trying to find out what I actually rated on Goodreads. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a nine for me would be something that I would be revisiting regularly. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, whereas I would get this on the shelf. I'd probably even get the Absolute or the Deluxe Edition. Um, but yeah, it's you know I'd pick up you know every now and again. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. There are some trades that I read, I've really read, like, five, six times, like, ready. So I read I think, more than once a year. I think you gave Man and Superman eight out of ten as well. You see my... Oh, Man and Superman. Oh, okay. Uh, Marv Wolfman. Oh, man, yeah. But see, my, my rating system morphs, Connor. But, yeah. It yeah. morphs. I mean, that, that was still pretty... I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, I'm very much keen to, to pick up that because it's a nice little prestige. I don't know what you call it. Well, that, that's been prestige. released in a little hardcover now. Um, why? It's already released in a really nice edition. I don't understand why you need a hardcover for it. Because it has all the backup oh, the stuff, other stuff, I think. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm not doggy. I'm just curious. What What's your? Yeah. What's the best book you think you've covered on this podcast so far? Oh, that would be difficult to... 
depict. Um, I think for all seasons, it's pretty strong on my end, anyway. Year one, issue three, the last half. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Just the last bits, the best. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I can't. No. Yeah. So, what, what did you say was your favorite? Um. Uh. I, what I thought the best book was, mm. I think. Um. That we reviewed. Yeah. Probably for all seasons for me. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's up there for me. I keep on thinking like All Star, but we haven't done. We, we haven't, haven't done that. We have done All Star, no. But I mean, I think very good. All Star is definitely. If we did do All Star, it would be yeah. the best book that we've done so far. I think. Yeah. <laughs> But you so. see, you know, also, sorry, Connor, going on tangent, the thing about yeah, yeah. marking and all that, um, see, you may or may not laugh or whatever, but, um, you know, mm. I enjoy comic, different comics for different reasons, and some I may enjoy more for the realm of which it inhabits, yeah. you know, rather than a comic holistically. So say, for instance, one of the things that stood out for me was the John Byrne issue that we covered yeah by all intents it's not really a you know it's not a deep dive into the superman history no. or anything like that but it was a fun enjoyable the super menace of metropolis yeah it was a, it was an enjoyable romp oh and, yeah and by that i i totally enjoyed it so i would rate it high you know you know mm. but then that kind of impl- implies that it's a you know a magnificent piece of art well, yeah your rating is more so. about enjoyment mine's more yeah. about um objectivity i guess combined but, I mean, with yeah but i'm saying that mine could be about that as well like okay. i appreciate that as well so that that's where it becomes very fluid yeah um, yeah anyway so yeah i'm not bagging you i'm just i'm just, no 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 i just want to working out your process um because my rating is uh, i think i'm going to give this an 8.5 mm. uh you know uh, nice. It's. I recommend this to new Superman fans and new Superman readers and oh, stuff because yeah. it's. Oh, I'd agree. High recommend. Um, you won't get you won't get overwhelmed with stuff. I mean, I was asking a lot of questions, but that's just my curious nature. There are a lot of characters there. They're not necessarily. You don't necessarily have to know every one of them, uh, but the main players are very interesting. The way that they're written, the voicing, it's yeah, was good. Yep. It's very um. You know, it's it's very good for new readers as well. It's good for old readers as well, old mm-hmm. school readers. Um, that being said, uh, I think I, I value Alex Ross's contribution much more than Mark Wade's in this mm-hmm. book. There was a couple of parts in the book where I was like, oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, but you know, overall, I still really like it. It's mm-hmm. probably not in my like top five Superman stories or anything, but mm-hmm. you know it is. It is in the upper echelons, I guess, mm-hmm. and it is a pretty good version of the character. It's definitely got a great visual design as well. Uh, if you, yeah, if you if you take it, if you take it as a Superman story, I feel like you'll enjoy it more mm-hmm. because obviously, or the focus revolves around him, as we mentioned. You know, other characters, um, who might have a bit more of a prominent role in, like, say, a DC story, mm-hmm. don't really hear. So if you understand the story is more character focused than event focused, then, yeah, I think you'll more like enjoy it more as well. Uh, but 
Um, yeah, no, it's very good. I love the Spectre album, Norman, Olive, Superman and stuff. Um, so I had a couple of, like, little problems. They're not huge, uh, but they're more with, like, the last issue, I suppose, mm-hmm. than anything that came before it. But yeah, it's an 8.5 for me, which, which means it's great. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. 8.5 is a really high rating for me. Um, you know, uh, yeah. not, not the highest on this podcast. You know, it's not. Sure. It's, it's not in my, like, it's not my it's quintessential a- favorite. Oh, we've got plenty, plenty to go, Connor. So we do, yeah. Plenty of choices. Yeah, I just don't want to disappoint people with my, you know, probably people are expecting me, maybe me to rate it higher, but yeah, uh, you know, it's good, it's great. It's just, you know, I think, yeah, there's, mm. I don't want to say it's overrated. I'm just saying there's just a couple of things that don't jive with me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, also as well, the scope of it. We're, we're looking at four decent size issues, mm. so it has a lot more to, canvas to play with than, yeah. say, like a, a single issue that we have reviewed as well. So there's that going for it as well. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, it's a couple of parts of it feel a bit like Mark Wade fan fiction or what he thinks Superman should be about. Okay. Um, but you know that that's it. They are quibbles essentially. Yeah. Um, so my eight, like objectively, I'd say if I was going pure objectively, it'd probably be like a nine. Just mm-hmm. just for me, it's like an eight point five because okay. you know, I still I still really like it though. It's one of my favorite versions of Superman. It's yeah. definitely one of my favorite future Supermans. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I much prefer this Superman to like the Dark Knight Returns Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, sure. I appreciate the influence this book has had as well. Uh, it's yeah. inspired so many things, you know, as we mentioned, it's inspired Civil War, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately inspired Injustice. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 I feel like it, the tone of this is very similar to a lot of the tone of, like, movies like Bambi Superman and stuff. Mm. Um, you know, mm. uh, yeah. But it's good stuff, so feel free to, you know, leave more feedback about it and stuff or respond to it. Oh, yeah. I'd um, be happy to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love I'm, to hear your thoughts. I'm also very tired and crabby right now, which is why I probably <laughs> don't sound super enthusiastic. I'm actually going to hit the gym after this, so... Oh, wow. Um, Bit of a late sesh. Yeah, I, I couldn't go earlier today, so I've thought tonight, and I've just got a lot to do tomorrow before another podcast. In fact, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so see if, you can, uh, see if you can bench press the earth. Uh, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> but I um, hope you guys enjoyed our coverage of that. Yeah. Um, so you know, we we dived like deep into it and stuff. Um, but you know, there's a lot of like deconstructions and analyses oh, and, yeah. of it online, and they are good reads. Exactly. Um, I didn't really take much from them because they're their own articles, and I feel yep. like you know you should read them. Um, yep. I'm just, so I'll put them in the show notes. Uh, what I was just giving my opinion here, really. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's all we can do. Like uh, this is our take on it. And if you want a, a real analysis of every breakdown, then there are plenty of other places that you can find. Um, yeah, this is just a good discussion, just with a a novice and a super fan. Yeah. Uh, very interesting to get to get the ideas. Yeah, and uh, definitely trade worthy because like uh. Yeah. The artwork. <laughs> I the mean, artwork's great, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, so I'm glad you think it's trade-worthy as well, Ray. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. So. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. look a, forward to it. It's good. It's a good thing to own, I will mm. say. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll probably read it again someday. I, mm-hmm. My opinions of it always change a bit after every reread. Okay. So maybe I'll warm to it a bit more next reread, or I'll be more disillusioned with it next reread. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so it's good stuff. It's a good feature for DC as well, but um, yeah. as Mark Wade said, it is ultimately a kind of a cautionary tale of, you know, our yes. heroes losing touch with their humanity and what makes them heroes in the first place isn't their powers, it's their... You know, compassion, yeah. all that jazz, blah, 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 snicked bub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, sorry for rambling, but I believe that's us, right? Yeah, that's it, in a nutshell. So, uh, next is either going to be, I haven't looked at calendar, but it's either going to be a Christmas special from us, or mm-hmm. it will be Superman's Return to Krypton, a nice Silver Age story from the early 60s. So it's going to be one of those two. So yeah, sounds uh, good. Does sound good indeed. It'll be a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, got this out of the way. So until next time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things you should know. What you can say. Um, until next time, don't uh, be a crazy person. Listen to Superman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and uh have a good read of the Kingdom Come. It's yeah. a winner. Alright. Peace. All right. Clear. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com, our Twitter, at lskpodcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.